for joining us for session four of City of Towers, a Dungeon World actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. To catch up on past episodes, visit happyjacks.org slash City of Towers. And to find all of the shows on the Happy Jacks Network, you can go to happyjacks.org slash shows. Uh, Hi, I'm Jason. I am the GM for this game. And before we do our intros, I just have a a short statement that I want to read because we did switch to Dungeon World. And um, this is what we have to say. Uh, A controversy regarding Wizards of the Coast has recently (laughs) reemerged online. While we have no firsthand knowledge of the facts surrounding the controversy, we feel it's prudent at this time to switch systems for this campaign. Should more information emerge, we will either re-examine or confirm our decision. End of statement. And my own <laughs> note, we were barely playing D&D as it was, to be yeah. frank. <laughs> That's as, as Rob will mention at the drop of a hat. So um, we have switched to a PBTA game uh, powered by the Apocalypse uh, rule set called Dungeon World, which is actually one of the very first games, if not the first game, to follow on Apocalypse World after that came out. So uh, it's uh, been around a long time. There were like 400 uh, uh, homebrew classes that people have made and posted online. There's a ton of support for it. Lots of interesting stuff you can find. Um, and we are just going to keep going with the same story. These are the same characters, the same people in the same situation they were in last week um, with some different numbers backing up the story. So um, that is uh, what I have to say about that. Let's go around and introduce ourselves. Tell us a little bit who you are and your character. Let's start with Eli. Hi, my name is Eli, and I'm playing Alibos, who is now a paladin. Wait, he was a paladin. So, yeah, everything's gravy. Still a paladin. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I have to call this out. Claire. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I'm Claire, um, and I'm playing Nyx, who is a thief. Excellent. Rob? Miyamo Rob. I'm a warlock right now. But I think I hate the Dungeon World Warlock. Oh, okay. That's entirely possible. So we're going to go through some self-exploration. Yeah. I mean, if you want, you can always use the wizard instead, which is a spellcaster. And we could... Oh, my gosh. That's adorable. (laughs) Hey! 
Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we we can always switch up to one of the other magic users, and there's a couple of warlock playbooks online, uh, so we can be flexible with that. No, no big deal at all. But um, still, a you know locks it on warlock, regardless of how that ends up uh, playing out. And Pooja, I I am Pooja. I am playing Zay, a changeling. Blade Soul Sorcerer turned Arcane Duelist. Yeah, and so that is is our cast so far. As a review, uh, they had been hired by a a, a brother and sister pair who came from the island of Welldown, um, the nation and city of Karazosh. Um, and in defense of their port town, Brine, which was turned almost entirely into undead zombies and skeletons. They've come to uh, raise funds and business to uh, be able to create trade routes from their island to the mainland and the the big cities and and all of the things that that would make available to them uh, because a lot of their old deals dried up. Uh, They came to our heroes with... um, a, a plan to uh, execute a type of train heist in which they want to steal a piece of the train and give it back so that they look good doing so. Um, it's a whole complicated uh, house rivalry thing. Um, but in investigating the tracks and the area around there, our heroes have found themselves wandering deep into the shimmering woods. And um, the... Oh, I see. Our, oh, our squares have just bumped out of order. Oh, uh, okay. We'll get clear back in a second. Hi, I'm gonna. I'm sitting in Eli's seat now. Um, and, uh, uh, okay. Oh, welcome back. Hi. Now I'm Eli. <laughs> yeah. Let me just swap these name tags around real quick. Um, the um, uh, the adventurers have found themselves uh, deep in the shimmering woods and were attacked by the um, uh, praying mantis-like creatures that could teleport. Using mantis, if you will. Yes, yes. Uh, And they they were uh, fairly horrible in combat. They wanted to eat you. Um, Aggressive and, um, and frankly, impolite, uh, if we're going to be honest. Uh, Rude. Yes. And um, after the battle, you were successful. Our heroes were successful. And after the battle... Uh, you were greeted by a telepathic mushroom man, uh, a, a mushroom person, I should say. And um, they have brought you back to their mushroom village cave and <laughs> have um, uh, told you something about how the mantis population has gone uh has been driven uh, much more aggressive than they ever were in the past. In in recent, uh, like in the last year or so, it's really gotten bad. So that is... Do I have our name tags in the right place? Yes. Okay. Good job, me. <laughs> I did Win. it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was just throwing them around. I was like, I don't know. who. What is a name anyway? Really? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> um, so, before we jump back in to uh, that bit of story, where we're, we're sitting around the uh, the mushroom glow in, in their cave camp, um, and it actually is a little bit like a village in that there are, like, 
Holmes carved into the rock, uh, sort of like a, a honeycomb, almost like being inside of a like a beehive type thing, but it is not insect insectoid like at all. And there aren't. Um, th- there's also no like smell of smoke or uh, or those types of things of you know folks who some people who live in caves need cooking fires, and it seems like uh, the folks in the mushroom cave don't use cooking fires because nothing smells like smoke or fire down here. Um, it is, it, it is a like wet, damp environment, um, and dark, except as your eyes adjusted, uh, there are a lot of, um, uh, phosphorant lichens in, in the area. And so really, um, the, none of you are human. And I think to some degree have like low light vision or dark vision between the lot of you, um, the, uh, uh, the lighting is fine. If you didn't have low light vision, it would be a little hard to, you, you, you would get used to it, but a human would have a little bit of trouble down here. Um, but the the four of you are really not going to be struggling with how far you can see. Um, so, do you have any questions about recap or what's happening or what happened last time or anything like that? Um, so we are, we have gone through the forest and are in the village-ish type place settlement uh yes yeah we went through the forest and into a cave and then down underground uh, a fair distance maybe a hundred yards past the mouth of the cave and down at a you know 10 degree angle something like that um your your uh you it opens up into this sort of uh um, if you were to, to take this shape, it actually looks kind of like a, <laughs> it actually looks a little bit like a giant bong, right? There's like a, a big open bowl at the bottom, and then the tube that you walked down to get in here um, is is like, if you were to take that up out of the ground, that's what it would look like. So you walked down okay. the tube, and you're in this like big open sort of bowl-shaped space that is okay. um, where these mushroom folks live. And what are their, um, what are their dwellings look like uh they are uh kind of uh holes cut in the walls of the cave that um don't really look like it it probably didn't look like dwellings at first right because they don't have beds or curtains or pillows or or that type of thing but you realize there are collections of of you know places where it looks like people sort of like put their stuff and um but this society lives very differently from uh, the type of people you've met before. And I believe we established the last time that none of you have met uh, the mushroom folk before. Correct. Is that? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, had any of you, um, I don't remember if we established, did any of you have experience with uh, violent praying mantids, mantoids uh, before? That's up to you entirely, like your backstory. I think Nix had heard rumors a while ago, but it was a while ago. Okay, cool. I think it was like, like I, I think what I had said last time was that it was like a, like a children's bedtime story. Oh, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, but it was like nonsense, right? Like yeah. that's not it's a real like, thing. Oh, don't go out at night or the praying or the phasing mantis. I'll get you. Oh yeah. Phasing mantis. Yes. That's what it was. Um, because they were sort of teleporting. Um, Did we say that the habitats would be the same as Alabas's forest? Because if so, then probably he's heard of them. 
Yeah, I mean, if you lived in a in a like green sort of evergreen type of forest, um, it looks like that's. I mean, that's what this kind of forest is. So, um, mm-hmm. I think that's possible. All right. If Maybe you're more from a jungle region, you probably have different types of threats than this thing. So it's up to you. Um, however, you have uh, you've been brought down here. I, th- I believe everyone except Zay uh, accepted the telepathic spores uh, into their nostrils and are in a telepathic communication with the populace here, and. Um, we had left it with them telling you about the problem of the, the phasing mantis and that they have been out of control uh, lately. Um, how would you like to proceed? When did you notice that these, uh, that it started? Um, uh, approximately 12 moons ago. Twelve full moons ago? Uh, approximately, yes. And for you all, it's about a year. Um, but they apparently don't use the calendar the same way you do. Right. Um, and have they ventured into your caves, or have they mostly stayed to the surface? Uh, it seems like they haven't really found our caves, and we are not their natural prey, which is why it's strange that we've been attacked. And um, when they attack us, they don't even eat us. They just destroy and move on. So are the bodies, like, otherwise harmed, besides, obviously, the attack from the manta? Mantises? Um, Well, I mean, we we can be killed. Um, No, I mean, um, were they looted? Did somebody... Were they? Does it look like they took anything or um, rifled through? It doesn't seem like it. They they just uh, shred through uh, any of us who are, are caught wandering alone. We don't go anywhere alone anymore, and we don't go anywhere without protection. Um, but it, and the phasing mantis has always been a dangerous creature of the woods, but has never been aggressive like this before, if that makes sense. Mm. And it's unnatural for predators to... Yeah. Oh, no, I I also want to clarify, are we still doing the thing where um, uh, uh, wait, Rob's character is... Give me the name again. Ventus. 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 Jeez Louise. It's on my nameplate. It's not. It's not on your nameplate. Um, it is on Zoom, but your not Zoom nameplate is hidden behind the the Happy Jack's nameplate. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, uh, but yes. uh, Ven- Ventus was translating for Zay at one point, um, and so are we? We're still kind of doing that back and forth mm. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Just want to make sure we have that. Um, are they? Can they hear me, or am I having to talk to? Uh, they can hear you. They just translation? they just can't make mouth noises. Yeah. So so yeah. I'm just you know. So they can wait. understand you. You just can't understand them. Yeah. I mean, they don't really yeah. have mouths the way that you have mouths. Yeah. They, they do have some like expression 
you know, face material, but they are made of animate mushroom, so it's... And, I mean, I understand that it's how they communicate. I just prefer not to have other people inside my head besides the ones that are already there. I mean, one. Mm -hmm. One that is already there. I mean, there's only one head in my head. (laughs) Was there a an event that may have caused them to go get more aggressive, like an encroachment of a new organism, or was there any destruction of their normal habitat? Like what? Well, the the closest coincidence we can tie this to is the expansion of the lightning rail, and and the like this mushroom guy. They, you know, don't have their, or at least they don't express any sort of individual name. Um, you are starting to get a sense that they, they do think of each other in a certain way of like tall, wide, orange one, you know, and um, short, round, gray, and things like that are are their names. Um, but um, they talk about the lightning rail. With, um, like, they understand what a train is, okay? Like, they're not, like, and the the metal monster roared out, out of the... Right. Like, you know, um, but they say, um, so south of the woods is a, a, a cliff, a bluff cliff that used to be a wagon road. And um, about a year ago, the lightning rail was expanded to run this bluff route, Uh uh, where it used to just be a wagon road, and it seems like somehow the I mean it's it's otherwise just an enormous coincidence uh, as but when the um the, that's the closest thing they can tie to the change in the mantid behavior. Do they seem to have any kind of um, centralized uh, place that they either come from or go to? Like, have you noticed more attacks on one side of the forest or near any kind of structures? Um, we haven't. Or near any kind of structures? I, um, we, we have, have um, been staying as close to home as possible because it's become very dangerous to wander around. And so we haven't been able to get very much information. Parties that we've sent out um, to learn have not returned. That must be very scary and frustrating. It's terrifying. Thank you for understanding. All right. Um, and have you noticed any anything that tends to make them afraid or make the, or keep them away? Uh, we we really haven't had the opportunity to uh, uh, explore that. Okay. Unfortunately, but we we would love to know more, but we just th- sure. don't have the ability to get more information. We were attacked by two. Do you know if they have like prides or units? Well, it, before all of this, they usually roamed in twos. That that was a normal configuration. Um, but again, we, we never had much contact with them. They were a, a distant threat that um, was not directed at us. And they, you know, preyed on other animals in the woods. And it uh, wasn't an issue. 
But what it sounds like might have happened is that the expansion of the lightning rail displaced the nests, for lack of a better it's, understanding. It's, it's several several of them. them. But the rail and, didn't cut down any of the woods. Uh, not any appreciable amount. Or, but it may have moved some of their natural prey, in which case it would have driven more of the mantises into this area of the forest. Does it attract them? I suppose that's possible. What'd you say, Rob? Does it attract them? I we we haven't been able to track their movements well enough to know that. Um, but it's also odd that they're attacking um creatures that they can't or don't seem interested in eating. Well, that's um, why I was wondering about displacement because the other time that predatory animals from what I saw when I was growing up, the other times that they become aggressive is when they feel like there's a threat to their territory. I'll let us correct me if I'm wrong. Alibus. No, I think that is a wise assessment of the situation. I mean, I think we could at least go and check it out and see if there's something we could do to maybe alleviate their their stress. Is, do we know if, like, the expansion is the building we're actually targeting? Is that a um, the well, the the train, um, like the whole train route along the coast is new. Uh, it, it, it was established in the last year. Mm. Whereas it, it used to just be a wagon road. Interesting. I wonder Do if something know? about the trains is making them more hostile. I wonder if it ties into maybe their their being as a creature. Maybe the lightning is causing something in the the mantis to agitate them. Does anybody know when they blink in and out? Does anybody know if that's electrical or if that's magic or? It's oh. not magic, as in like a, the magic that Ventus and I use. Um, it, this might be a good opportunity to use the move Spout Lore if anyone. Uh, thinks that they would have more information. Now, so far, most of us have said that we have like circumstantial and bedtime story kind of information. Um, but if anyone feels like they are cued into nature and or sort of extra planar travel, uh, I would be open to a spout lore role. Which means, depending on how well you roll, you might get to say something about how these creatures work. I'll roll that... because I feel like he might have some. Ter- Alibas may have some knowledge about them. Okay. Yeah, if it were if it were people, I think Nix would know something, but it's not sure. a. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, that's a fat six. Uh, okay, plus your int, your intelligence bonus, which is a fat six. Oh, okay, so zero. Your int is plus zero, and you, you have a six minus. Okay. Um, the um, Yeah, okay. So the... Um, 
All right. I, I think what happens is, you know, you're, you're having this back and forth and um, something about what somebody said. It's hard to tell, like, who or what, but um, Alabas, you are picking up that the, the, um, the mushrooms, uh, the, the, the mushroom people are getting agitated and they're like, yeah, we they're like there's so much we don't know. We can't tell you, but we're we're asking for your help and like they're they're starting to get like like can you help us or not? Like they're starting to freak out a little bit. Um but it's you're getting a lot of like buzzing telepathic mm-hmm. like a lot of telepathic voices at once and um you're not able to pull up a, a clear memory of how uh phase mantis work. I thought maybe I knew something, but I guess I don't. But I mean, these things seem to be a scourge of this forest. We might as well just go check it out. I mean, uh, and, and so the uh, the head, uh, the mushroom leader who had come to meet you the first time, uh, steps forward again and, and says, "If if you can help us, we would be very grateful." Uh, we have many things that have collected here over time that you may find uh, valuable. And um, either way, we would like to promise you some of the the brown lichen that grows near the entrance of the cave. You would be welcome to scrape some of it and take you with you. We understand it's restorative to most creatures. And um, you can take as much of that as you want. All right. Um, and but also, so I also meant to say that it it, it gestures towards like kind of a, a a central area in this little village, um, and um, there are like you can see some things collected. Like at some point, there's like a pile of coins. You're like, I, I wonder where that came from. Like. They obviously don't have much use for it, but they've gone like, oh, we're probably going to need this at some point. Like, I, I don't know, we'll deal with the outside world. Uh, there's like a pile of coins and a sword hilt. And um, it's not like a dragon's hoard of treasure, but um, the... Uh, th- it's like stuff in between couch, cushion, couch cushions. Yeah, I mean, there, there are valuables here, and they're promising to pay you if you can, like, sort out the issue for them. Um that's uh, that, that they're not being specific, but they are saying like, "Look, we can find something in here that you might like um, if you can solve this for us." I would think that Bentu's would get an inclination that Alabas is going to say, "You don't need to pay us." I'm just going to stand back and watch the magic happen. Uh, which magic, Rob? The, the magic of Alabas and him declining everything and everybody else reacting because it entertains me. Okay. Um, I, I feel like there may even be a gap where Ventus isn't able to tell Zay quickly enough before Alabas is saying, oh, no, 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 you don't have to pay us anything. Yeah. Uh, does that these sound things, okay? These okay. things are... Uh, are a plague upon your forest, we can just take the lichen and, and move on. It sounds like we already have aims to be able to deal with the train, so we wouldn't need to have any payment from you. It would be our good deed to... It would be our good deed to ensure that the safety of your forest is in your hands. 
Well, of, of course we would appreciate that, but we understand that many outsiders appreciate these. I mean, some of the things here are extremely shiny. Uh, they're not very useful to us, and we're more than happy to share it All with you. Us, think of it this way. They have this clutter that they have no use for and don't even find attractive. And we could do them a further service by taking some of it off their hands. They already have, it looks like moss. Like they're just growing their house on these coins, I guess. But exactly. The, the coins don't do anything for moss growing or digging new holes in caves. So we might as well take some of them with us. It's like when you pick up litter. It's true. Wow, that's an argument I haven't heard yet. That's one. <laughs> um, it's like when you harvest a field. <laughs> we are separating the wheat from the chaff. Sure. Um, normally, nature will provide for us. I mean, it's provided for us already. We haven't necessarily needed all that money. Oh, also, Eli... Technically, this is nature providing. Um, they're Eli, mushroom people, and they're providing. Uh, mark an experience point for having a six minus roll. That is right, sweet. That's part of how uh, Dungeon World works. Take um, a thread! <laughs> yeah, it's like that. But um, there are other things you could do to get XP that I think may be unique to your character sheet. Um, I don't know. I haven't... Uh, there's, there's actually quite I haven't a bit got that of this for a PBTA game. So uh, you may may need to uh, poke around a little bit. It, is it possible that assume we assuming we help them out with what's going on, that we can actually utilize them to help us with the train? Possible. The, the mushroom people or the phase mantis? Yeah. Yes, I'm just I'm like, asking as the GM because I'm, I'm current. Well, I'm leaving it a little bit open ended. I'm currently kind of looking at the mushroom people, but whatever I we don't have any ideas at this point on how to actually stop the train. So it's more like depositing that um, idea and seeing what kind of interest it'll garner as we move forward. Mm hmm. Well, I'm going to stay out of the conversation for now. Because this is just between you all so far. So, Well, they can hear us, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, but you haven't really asked them anything. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like you're you're positing ideas and, and, you know, having a conversation amongst yourselves. But they're they're just like hoping you'll say, yes, we will fix the problem for you. So they're but they haven't heard you will or you won't. So they're kind of just listening. But I mean, I, I want to keep our, our options open because right now we just don't have a good solid way to stop the train or take over the train or whichever way we were going to do it in order to free the um, the elemental mm -hmm. and get the core. So, um, nice our, try, Jason. Our squares are, uh, are wobbled again, so... Wibbly wobbly. Yeah, I, um, Claire's connections being a little bit fiddly, so we'll we'll just be flexible tonight. Welcome to my square, buddy. Now you know how it feels. I know. I just I feel so much lower gotta, in my chair. I was about to say you got to spoosh down. Um, I th let's keep our options open on terms of 
what the terms of repayment are or if any payment is necessary until we see like how big of a deal this is that's fair but i just want to i just want to posit that initially so that we can look at we can look at everything through that lens instead of just i mean okay, to me it, it seems like it, that would be a cool thing and like it's possible that these people with all their telepathy business and I don't know what kind of other attributes they might have that might be put to use in this endeavor of ours but either way we have to take care of these mantises yeah I mean I'm fine with that I think that they're still probably doing something natural until we find out we're not doing anything natural so I think Let's we see need to go like. check it out because, I mean, avoiding, we don't want to waste any life, right? And it seems like wherever this train was built, it was the same space that these mantises inhabited. So even if we, if we deal with the mantis in a way, like we, like I feel, uh, let me try to organize my thought. So, the idea of taking out the train in that area means that the mantises may come back to where this section of the train is. So I feel like we need to deal with the mantis first and then figure out what's going on with the train. Yep. Because because there may be unattended consequences if we bring them back to where they should be. I think we're all speculating at this point until we find out more information. We're just talking in the ethereal. I think we should see if we can try and find follow one. Um, that might give us the most information. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Zay, you wanna you wanna try and look like one, or you want me to t- take a swing at this? To look like a mushroom person or a mantis? A mantis. We'll be missing a pair of legs, but... And yeah. arms. Do they have, they have four six arms? legs? They have two arms and four legs. I thought. Oh. Well, let's say these ones do. Faze mantids do. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right. I gave them an extra pair in my head. That's all right. <laughs> hey, maybe you're a uh, mantid who got in a fight and, you know, lost a couple of your legs. Um, you go right ahead. Have fun with that. Okay then. Um, uh, I need so- to uh, point something out. Uh, let's see who's. Uh, I think probably Rob is the most tuned into like arcane energies. Is that accurate? Or Ventus? Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I think Rob's accurate. <laughs> okay. Um, what, Rob, I'm going to have you roll discern realities, please. Uh, you're going to roll plus your wisdom modifier. Okay. All right. So let's try this. I rolled a nine. Mm-hmm. My wisdom is a 13, which is a plus one modifier. Plus, plus one. Okay. Let's say. 
10. Uh, 10 is outstanding. You get uh, three questions from the list uh, of discern realities. And the thing that I want to tell you off the bat, and then you can ask your questions, is that you realize it's not that you're in a like null magic zone, but this place is a, it's like in a shell, right? Like magic, it, like you, it would be really hard to scry into this place or communicate outside, like th- from inside the cave, right? Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it, it feels a little bit like that, um, but you you have the opportunity to ask questions about that or something else about this, you know, discerning your reality. Okay. Um, do you have the question list there? I, I do. Actually, I looked it up while you were talking, so I only heard about nine-tenths of what you said, which is a lot more than I usually hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I'm going to ask, and it's just about what's going on here in the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, yeah, like what you could perceive with either mundane or magical senses, okay. that, but yeah. What here is useful okay. or valuable to me? Um, there is, uh, well, let's see, what do you use in the way of... Did, did you end up taking the armor thing for your uh, the class? spell? No, for your or are you going to go with the wizard uh, playbook? Do you know? I'm still I'm still with the warlock just because okay. that's what I looked at. Okay, um, so I did. Did I send you the? Um, I think I sent everybody the basic uh, playbooks, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Is the thirty thirty ish page? Yeah. PDF. Yeah. 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 Um. So the um, probably the main thing that stands out. You said what what here is useful to you? Um, there is a, a like a short staff, um, like maybe five feet long, uh, of some kind in that pile of stuff over there. So um, you know that's that's worth noting. Okay. Um, what here? I feel this may be the answer that you've already given. Um, but if it's not, it's not. Uh, what here is not what it appears to be? Oh, um, so in, in this case, I'm going to answer in the negative in that there's, you can definitively tell that there's no sort of illusion magic at work right now. Um, like, uh, you, you had a 10 plus, right? Like I, and I'm not going to lie when I answer these questions. So, um, the it, it it is a definitive negative, right? Does that make sense? Of like, okay, th- there is yeah. no sort of illusion magic at work here. Yep. All right. Um, I kind of I'll, I'll just relay, kind of just as a heads up, like for whatever whatever natural thing is going on here, it's it's got a magic protection around it, um, so that if someone's looking. For these people, or for for this group of people, um, that the magic won't usually be able to penetrate into this realm um, or into this area. I don't think realms correct, but I don't think it's incorrect at the same time. So, pocket dimension? I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't know, um, but that may be why the phase mantids aren't able to find them. 
Good. And you do have a third question banked if you want to, if you think of oh. something you want to ask. Oh, I thought that was, I thought you gave me the one. Uh, no, no, I just gave you some, some basic information and then you could ask questions kind of around that context. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. What should I be on the lookout for? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think, uh, I think you're, you're, you know, especially as you're like going back and forth, trying to translate as much as possible. Um, it's, it's not that anyone here has offended the, the mushroom folk, but they are a proud people and they're asking for help. And it is, it is possible to end up offending them. Right. That's, gotcha. that's what you would want to watch out for here is okay. that they, they are a proud people asking for help. Their cultural norms are very different from yours, and it 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 might be hard to know what's going to offend them, but um, that is a thing that could happen. Okay. You know, and I just I'll just kind of relay that. Just a heads up. I think we need to give an answer, yes or no, if we're going to help them out pretty soon. I'm sorry. Were were we not? Were we not already going to help them out? And we're just uh, finding more information. I'm, I'm, con- I'm confused. <laughs> this is in character. This is not Claire. <laughs> I think I think we had talked about it. I didn't think that there was a definitive answer that we had told them. I mean, I this was- is what we do. We find somebody in trouble. We go help them, and we, you know, we go find out information. We help them, right? I, yeah, I don't I mind just going only, to help them. I thought the only hangup was your guys's payment. No. Oh no. No, no, I'll I'll save mushrooms from bugs. It's fine. It was more about what we're just going to wait to ask them about the other stuff until we've actually helped them. So I guess if there's like equipment that Alibas has like on a rock or something, like he'll go and pick up his shield and his sword and be like, I guess it's time to go get the stuff from the walls. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you're getting ready to go, um, the leader that you've been talking to, who was, um, short round gray, um, comes up to, I think probably Ventus, especially since you've been translating and, you know, sort of being a little bit of a face here, um, comes up and hands you, uh, what is essentially a mossy rock about the size of a softball. And he, it says, uh, if you uh, speak into this and think of me, I will hear your voice and be able to communicate with you it, it, within the woods. Super awkward because I don't have like really strong fingers. Yeah, don't you, you have like three thick fingers. And, yeah. yeah. Can I can I assist Ventus? I, I just okay. can't declare. And it it disappears into one of my many pockets. It it just be careful that you don't scrape the moss or it won't work. Oh. Um I produce I assume I have some kind of rag. Oh sure. I produce a rag and just wrap it up and put it in a satchel. Easy peasy. Yep. Um Okay. So the four of you are heading out? Is that what's happening? Yep. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, as you emerge from the mouth of the cave, or I think tunnel is probably a better way to say, like, because you, you, you have to go up this hundred yard tunnel to get out. Um, you are, the four of you are inundated by, uh, what well, you, you can, uh, like right away, uh, identify what a message spell is that you're, you're inundated with like five or six message spells that have been like hovering around here and they descend like sort of formless birds. Hey, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you like, check in and, and you can hear, um, uh, um, not Gore, Stiv's voice uh, as she has cast several message spells and um, one of the message spells is recent enough that um, like when somebody casts message you can you can send it back uh, you could send a reply uh, so what do you want to do about that? They've been trying to get in touch with you for about two hours um, Hey, I'm I'm going to tell her we're fine, but there's been a complication that we need to figure out before we can proceed. Is that cool with everybody? Yeah, sure. Makes sense to me. Um, so I just, uh, what, am I limited to like words or sentences or how's that, how does that spell work? I mean, that sentence seems like enough. Okay. Yeah. Party fine. New complications. Got to figure it out. We'll, we'll keep in touch. Okay. Um, all right, so you receive back. Uh, glad to hear everyone's okay. Let us know if you need anything. We will be in town. So the town that you left them in. Does that timeline of the messages, the message spells being sent, line up with the amount of time that we were in the Mushroom Kingdom? Uh, can you roll your wisdom, roll plus wisdom, please, as a custom move? I gain an experience. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just hard to tell. It's been such a weird day, and you were disoriented. Uh, the telepathic spores definitely feeling a little bit of a buzz from that effect. <laughs> you know, you're coming coming down off of that buzz. And, um, I mean, it, it's not outside the... It feels like a couple of hours, probably. They didn't have the spores. Do they feel like it's been two hours? Um, I don't know. Zay didn't ask me about it. <laughs> oh, I mean, cool. I can I can ask you now and be like, "Hey, wow, they've been calling us for two hours." Okay. Um, do, um, do you want to roll plus your wisdom score? I shall. Give me that two d six. Well, it's a ten plus. Um, my wisdom, I think, is a plus one. But give me a second to pull up my character sheet. Yes, it's an eleven. 11. Okay. Um, it feels like um, you experience slightly less time than that. Not like 15 minutes, but hour, hour and a half, something like that. Yeah, no, not it, more than an hour. It feels like not quite, it didn't, it doesn't really feel like two hours were, are gone. Mm-hmm. But you know, like the time limit of message spells and the ones that have expired and the one that you could reply to, like, it must have been a couple hours, but it it doesn't really feel like two hours to you. It feels so it's possible that like we're walking into this magic null field and everything may have also. Yeah, it either warped your perception of time or you actually experienced time a little differently while you were in there. Yeah, either way, the effect is the same. Uh, we might not want to spend too much time down with our mushroom friends. As 
time seems to go a little different for them and around them. No. Not like super duper different, but different enough. But it's also probably helpful that they measure time in moons because that's sort of a a demonstrable, uh, uh, like, it just means 12 moons took a different amount of time for them than it did for you, but it's still the same number. So, um, yeah. Uh, okay, so you head out of the cave. You're back in uh, the woods. Uh, if you recall, you went in there when uh, a, a like coastal storm had pulled up and was you know, pouring down. And um, you went just a little ways into the woods so that you could move about in case a train comes. You didn't want to be just like hiking along the tracks like hobos, um, you know, ready for people to see. Um whether or not that would be a problem is unknown, but you felt like it was better to be surreptitious about it. Um, and you were going to head through the woods towards that uh, alleged maintenance station, I think, was the original plan. Um, yes. Where are we headed now? Well, it makes like the most sense. The same to... one. Same place. Yeah. If that's where we think that they're coming from, or like they may have had a nest in the past and been... Disturbed from? Sorry, couldn't find words. Yeah, I would say let's let's see if let's let's see if we can follow that path and okay, see, and, what, see where they're from. Uh, Nix, were you going to uh, shape change into a <laughs> yes small man? Um, uh, I say now, now everybody turn around because. And then I look down, and I'm like, <laughs> right, never mind. And I just strip naked and, and change into, um, uh, change into the, uh, as much of a mantis as I can. Yeah. Um, I, I think you have a pretty good sense of, of what to do just for fun. You're, you're not going to fail at turning into a mantis. But I do want to have you roll plus charisma. Um, okay. But you're going to roll with advantage. So you're going to roll three dice and take the better... Two, you know, three six-sided dice and take the better two, not all three. Got it. Okay. And... Okay. So, eight plus two is ten. Okay. Ten plus is terrific in this. So, um, you... Uh, very much are able to adapt the uh, the body type and the shape, and you get a sense of, yeah, okay, I understand a, bit, a little bit about how the insect biology works, and you've got your your you know uh, uh, you know fighting four legs, and uh, it, it's a you realize you were having a little bit of trouble balancing at first, but the ten plus helped you figure out like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to have four legs, and so you like shift the position of the joints a little bit and it's probably pretty gross to watch but then you know everything solidifies into place and you're you know able to hike along the sound is probably worse than the visual you get a bit of that like cracking carapace uh sliding into place and yeah um really gross and um But But y'all have seen me change before, so y'all know knew that that was coming. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't think you're you're probably not able to take on the full like eight foot. They they weren't technically large creatures, but they were like right at the upper end of medium. 
Uh, in the um, in the description for changelings, it says up to seven feet. Yeah. Okay. So the, these um, things are like three. eight feet tall. So you're like yeah. almost. Uh, I look like a kid. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know, like an adolescent mantid. Yeah. Teen Manti. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was my favorite show from the 80s. Teen Manti Ninja Rangers. Yep. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, four of you head on. I guess you're also a mantid with a backpack, um, which, you know, whatever. Oh, no, I, stri- I stripped naked, which means somebody else has got to carry my stuff oh. if I'm going to look convincing. Yeah. Or you could you could stash it here by the entrance to the cave, too. I could. Um, I just kind of, I, my mandibles don't make language anymore. Uh. So I just kind of, I, I pick up my stuff and like gesture it towards them and gesture it towards a hole. Like just trying to hand like, it off. <laughs> which, which, where am I putting it, guys? Right. Does anyone take her, uh, their stuff? I'll take it. Okay. It's fine. All right, extra backpack. Not that big a deal I, for elephant guy. Uh, I say thank you, and thieves can't, which is sign language. But if you if you don't know it, you don't know that I'm saying thank you. I bet they know also, the from hanging out with you. Yeah. How does that work with the new Manti arms? Mantis. Well, arms. thank you, thank you. In ASL, is just taking yeah. it, taking your hand to your mouth and pr- placing it forward. So it will say that it's ASL, but yeah. I just go. Err. Yeah, you might have trouble uh, spelling, but uh, because you don't have the right number of fingers. Yeah, I won't quite be able to finger spell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But, um, okay, so the four of you uh, head out into the woods. Um, Is there anything I need to know beyond we are hiking on? I'm assuming I'm taking point out in front, not being... Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. And then okay. everybody else is kind of behind me trying to Just mantic casually. <laughs> yes. Casual, casual mantid was my band in college. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Well, you can't fly casual because you're a mantis. I can't fly casual. I don't have wings. And I'm a changeling, so I couldn't fly well, I mean, even if I made wings. You're not a fly. Uh, uh, oh, ouch. <laughs> I high five myself. Don't worry, everybody. I took care of it. Good, because, you know, that's the only reason that nobody's high fiving you. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the social distancing. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I want to, uh, I don't know. I want to use some of these different moves in here. This is interesting. Um, you know, Undertake a Perilous Journey says travel through hostile territory, which is what we're doing. Um, so, um, it's not necessarily going to be a, a like having rations sort of situation, but it is dangerous. And so, what normally what you do for this move is somebody acts as a trailblazer, someone scouts ahead, and someone acts as quartermaster. And the quartermaster can reduce like how many rations you need. Um, we don't need a quartermaster in this case, but we do need somebody to scout ahead. It sounds like that's Nyx. Uh, or no, Trailblazer. Wait, well, well, hold on. What is the difference? Um, trailblazer. Uh, trailblazer. I'd be the one, I'd be the distractor. Yeah, I think you're probably scouting ahead, though, because you said you were going to go ahead by yourself. And the Trailblazer, yeah. I think it's just the other three of you, somebody is leading, you know, through the underbrush. I'm assuming it's Alabas because he's um, uh, from the because woods. I- 
remember when I was bringing up the ratio ability that uh-huh. you were like, I don't think we're ever going to use that. Yeah. But guess what? The first roll, we're going to use it. Yeah. So do you want it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't... Uh, it, it doesn't really... It, like, I don't think the move is 100% written to be, you know, like we're hiking a few hours, but um, I'm going to use it because it has some interesting outcome potential. So um, let's have Nick's roll... Uh, let's see. You roll plus... Um, I think you just roll... Oh, you roll plus wisdom. Both of you are going to roll plus wisdom. And then right, Jason, yeah. because I'm an elf, uh, when you take a undertake a perilous journey through the wilderness, whatever job you take, you succeed at a 10 plus. Oh, okay. Easy. Um, all right. So the um, trailblazer part re- reduces the amount of time it takes to reduce your to reach your destination. So Alabas is very easily sort of picking the way through the underbrush and making it clear where everyone should step and uh, move and helping Ventus not crush everything. Because, um, oh, look at the pupper. If you're listening, there's a pupper with, in the Eli screen, and we're oh. all enjoying that. Um, so, um, Nyx, what was your roll? I'm sorry, I'm rolling Wisdom? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Uh, and so the scout um, is uh, will spot any trouble quick enough to let you uh, get the drop on it. And as you're approaching, um, when you're out ahead of everyone, Nix, um, the uh, you can see kind of the edge, like one corner of what must be the maintenance shed. It's the direction you're heading in. It's probably another like 100 yards through the woods, which is a pretty long ways to see through dense woods. So you could see just the hint of buildings. But about halfway between you and that, you can see um, two mantids um, uh, 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 tearing apart a, a kill of some kind. I don't want to get too gory about that. But they have, yeah, yeah. They have taken down a large animal and uh, are um, dealing with that. Um, so. Um, I stop, turn around, and like wave my little hands, and then go and then uh, stomp my pincher into the ground twice, duh, duh, and then gesture towards where they are. Okay. And then you go up and talk to them. Hello, fellow uh, mantids. <laughs> Hello, fellow mantids. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, then I, I just kind of wait to see, like, I, I, I approach carefully, like, um, because they, I know that I'm an unknown creature, so they might still attack me, even though, even though I'm, I look like them. Yeah, well, I mean, physically, you're a mantid. Yeah, but I don't know, do they have, oh, but you said they go in twos. Okay, so Normally. I... yep, there are two of them. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of approach from the... from the, But they're also over a kill. So uh-huh. I don't want them to think I'm threatening their, their kill. Yeah, that could be an issue. So I just kind of wait and, like, wait by the edge of the forest and, like, go kick, kick. Like, hey, what up, fellow mantids? Oh, okay, so you do want to get their attention. Yes. Okay, excellent. 
Um, they turn. I don't think we have to roll anything yet. Um, they both turn and look, and they they're looking pretty gross. Um, and they see you, and one of them kind of like hunches down over the kill, and then the other one like makes itself real tall and like steps out to be between you and the other one, uh, and is kind of doing a thing. Displaying. So, yeah. So what I'm going to have you do is um, we're going to roll plus int for spout lore. And um, I think you, you may be able to pick up on some of what's going on here. Okay. Uh, eight. Okay. Um, so on a seven to nine, the GM will only tell you something interesting. It's on you to make it useful. Um, uh, I like this system. Only one of these is w- would fight you. Okay. And I'm I'm gonna leave just some imperfect information there because that's that's just your gut is like like they're not both gonna fight me if I go up to them. Um, in this like the situation that's laid out, where one of them sort of like hunched over the kill and the other one has stood up and sort of this challenging. Posture. It's not coming after you, but it is like puffing up and looking big. Uh, so, what do you want to do? Um, I'm going to make like a dog because I've seen dogs posturing similarly, I would assume. Um, and kind of try and like make myself small and like kind of approach them at an angle. Like, you know how it, like a spiral where you like you're kind of walking around them in a circle, but getting a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I'm going to do that for about five feet before I kind of reassess and see what's happening. Okay. I'm going to roll a luck die. Um, so low would be bad luck. So <laughs> uh, that's a five. Um, and uh, this thing continues to watch you as you circle around and it just uh, like is stepping in place to to turn and then at one point it like takes a quick step like a a threat but it doesn't actually come after you it's just like tries to make you jump (laughs) okay i'm not gonna get any closer but i'm going to try to put it between me like i'm gonna try and move so that it's facing me and its back is to the forest where the rest of the party is it's working really hard to keep its back to the kill and the other manted. Um, can I go? Can I swing really wide around you, it? Let's see. We would have to trick it somehow. And I think. Well, I don't know. Let's roll charisma because I think that's a thing that, that would happen in this case. Oh, no. It would be more like an animal handling. So roll wisdom. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, but can I be really charmingly wise? Yeah, but they're not people. Uh, okay. uh, oh, well, I still rolled a 12. Oh, my so. God. That's a crit. Okay. No, so, I mean, um, I rolled an 11, but I get a plus one. Yes, uh, that's so. still tw- a 12 plus total is a, like a critical success. And this thing is now it's it's no longer like trying to scare you. It's more like. Where did it go? And it's like curiously following your movement and has mm-hmm. stepped away from its partner and uh, is between you and the rest of your party. 
in the woods and the partner is kind of off to the side. So okay. for you, the partner's off to your right, and for the party, the partner's off to the left. Um, but the uh, presenting mantid is up on its legs, looking at you with its back to the rest of the party. Okay. In, in a little bit of a clearing in the woods. Not much of a clearing, but it's enough. Um, can I see anybody in the party? Uh, not yet, and I kind of want to catch up on what everyone's doing yeah. watching this uh, circle display. Uh, what what are we doing? I feel like Alabas's reaction is kind of like amazement. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is actually working. Like, yeah. <laughs> I never That's a fair response. They took <laughs> that Holy sort shit. of a form and have it actually work before, so it's like, whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, Zay's just this is what we do we take the form and assimilate into the culture so I would expect no less from Nyx I I just want to see what happens next like I'm fascinated by this this is super interesting to me and it's gone so far way better than I thought it would yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> right I was like I'm like- over 12 what the fuck Ventus and Alabas are just kind of like doing this. Look at each other. Look back. Look at each other. Look back. Like, but Zay, you're saying this is what you expected to happen. Zay, yeah, yeah, okay. Because that's literally what we're raised to do. So even when it's hard, I know that Nix is superlative at being us. I love it. Okay, Um, we we did faith in me. Gives me joy. <laughs> there, there was there was no go signal, or no plan beyond. Hey, let me figure right. out what's in front. Right? Am Correct. I Correct. C- cool. Cool. <laughs> um, Nix, if you would like to take advantage of some of the lingering telepathic spores in your system, um, why would I? Well. Here's the deal. I'll, I'll let you roll plus charisma, but you're going to be rolling with disadvantage. So uh, that means rolling three dice and taking the worst two. Which, okay. you know, you could roll three fives. That's a thing that happens. I mean, I have a plus two or three on my charisma, so, you know. That's pretty darn good. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay, and you, you know? now, just so it's said, you don't have to do this because if oh, you get no. a six minus, I do something. So, uh, listen, I am here to roll dice and kill stuff. All right, <laughs> and role play, also that. I, I hear role you. Playing thing. Me too. <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm going to, um. How much of a message can I can I say like if you're going to attack, do it now? Oh uh, yeah, I think that would be enough. What what did you roll on your charisma? I haven't rolled it. Oh okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, well one of them's probably gonna be a three. Oh, but the other one's gonna be a six plus two. Three plus six plus two is eleven. Um well wait, what are your two lowest dice? I uh, I rolled a six, a six, and a three. Oh, okay. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah, your 9 plus 2 is 11. Yeah. Um, so, I, th- I thought you were adding up the three dice for a second. No, um, no, no. Gotcha. 
So, yeah, 11 is great. Your message gets through crystal clear to the other two who still have some lingering. Like, the the voice is, is dim, and you can feel the rest of those spores kind of dying out. And this is probably the last telepathic message you're going to be able to send. But the two of you, Alabas and Ventus, receive this message of, like, if you're going to attack, go now. That's a big if. Uh, Saying uh, that to me? <laughs> no, no, I just say it out loud. Yeah, uh, you, you can't hear anything they're thinking at this point. You, you can feel yeah. the spores die out. Hey, Zay, Nick yeah. said if we were going to attack, we should do it now. I don't. Are we. Do they want us to attack? I don't know if they do. They just said. Can you ask the same way that they just talked to you? Okay, hold on. <laughs> no, I'm not getting anything. <laughs> um, Rob, uh, I had a Rob. I want you to roll a, a luck die for me. Okay, what's just a d6? Yeah, low is bad, high is good. Three, which is low, which is bad. You sneeze out the last of the spores in your sight. Oh no! All, all over Zay since I was talking to them. Uh, it doesn't have to be all over Zay, but you have a. Not inconsequential schnoz. Uh, and I think it's noisy. Trunk. Oh, I, so I trumpeted. Yes. I, I mean... Oh, okay. I, it, was an, it was an involuntary trumpet. Yes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes involuntary trumpets happen. Yeah. We just excuse ourselves and move on. Yeah, from the it's nobody's fault except uh, the two mantids in the clearing whip around... And are in full, like, like you know, pieces of their armor, you know, their arms lift up, and they're, um, you know, looking for the source of that noise. So I oh. have a question, Jason. Uh-huh. In my previous paladin experience, I had the ability to speak with animals as okay. a spell. Yeah, uh, I think that's what a, would a I, thing you have. What would I need to do to try to speak with the mantids? Um, probably roll plus wisdom. Oh, darn. Uh, but you'd also have to, like, <laughs> make yourself available to them and be like, hello, I'm a nature paladin. Yeah, why not? I guess what is going to happen? I can't think of anything bad. All right, sweet. Hopefully, you know, they just ate. Maybe they'll be in a better mood. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, mentioned- so it'll be like- Nope, go, go. Uh, I mean, they don't seem aggressive now. Maybe we could. I, I mean, I they have very to... aggressive <laughs> postures. Just yeah, to be clear, I was going to say their arms are out, their armor's out, and they pump themselves. Nah, man, not aggressive. Go yeah, yeah. for it. You do you. Just for the record, All right. it is uh, objectively aggressive. <laughs> oh well, I mean, they haven't attacked yet. Where before they that's were true murder on site. Yep. And we're doing it. Uh, he rolled a ten. That's very good. Okay. Um, speak with the mantids. Okay, so you um, you're able to you know get your brain in gear and you start hearing the clicks and the noises and, and the, the the like. Even their posture starts taking on a, a type of language, and you're able to. Uh, he, like here air quotes around here 
uh, mm-hmm. what they're saying, and they are not having intellectual, like they're not intelligent creatures, right? Like they're as smart mm-hmm. as a tiger or a horse or something. You know, they're like smart big animals, but they're still. Animals. I'm gonna start getting email about the intelligence of tigers and horses. Oh god! Yeah, Kimmy yeah. is actually probably gonna text you telling you how smart horses are. Yeah, yeah. I'm not calling those animals dumb. I'm saying those are like the high end of smart animals, right? These are smart <laughs> animals, but still animals. So um, they're not people. They're not mushroom people. Right. Exactly. That that's the point I wanted to make. Uh, and they're also not like. Uh, like a badger is probably a lot less intelligent than a horse, right? <laughs> like I'm assuming. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Wrong. Dare you? As now the badger people are going to email me. As <laughs> a Hufflepuff, I say, how dare you? I was going to say, don't fuck with the honey badger, dude. Uh, well, the honey, honey badger, badger don't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. That is true. Um. Which is actually not a mark of intelligence. Not giving a fuck. Usually, that's that's not a good. Thing. <laughs> All right. So, um, Alabas, you 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 pick up on their their communication of like they now feel surrounded and are are threatening you. And if you come any closer, they're gonna attack. Is what they they have said to you without words. But what what would you like to say to them? Uh, that's a good. That's a good question. Uh, he would like tell them that we look to bring you no harm. We're looking to get passage to the train station. He comes up with another word for that. Okay, you're trying to go over there. Yeah, <laughs> to the thing that makes noise. Okay. Um, they're uh, these two are, are willing to like if you go all the way around and like don't bother them they're uh, you know what actually now let's have you roll charisma uh oh you're, you're rolling parlay sort of and you have leverage in that there's more of you than there are of them um, so that would be an experience point Uh-oh. oh that's not great that's super okay. great. Um, well, I think we're just we're in a fight, gang. Sorry, yeah. we, we tried. We tried our best. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> it didn't work out. Um, so um, when talking, talk. just really doesn't work. Yeah. Um, the um, a couple things happen at once. I'm just going to make some uh, some GM moves here. Um, one of them rushes Alabas and is. Like c- crosses this distance like crazy, like leaves and underbrush is shredded as this thing um, charges through the woods. Um, what did you say to it, dude? And it I um, just wanted to go to it, the train station. It crashes into Alabas, and it it's like pounding at your armor. It it like how much armor do you have? Three. Yeah, so its its initial attack doesn't do harm to you, but it has pinned you up against a tree and is like so your back is against a tree and this thing is just like tr- trying to open you like a can of tuna. Um, <clears throat> I like tuna. And um, uh, uh, Nix, uh, I'm I'm sorry to say, uh, the one that is hunched over the kill. Um, uh, uh, 
it, it like uh, hops up and, and rushes at you uh, th- through the woods and um, is going to do three harm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You take three hit points of damage. Uh, unless oh, yeah. You have armor, right? On your character sheet. This is where I'm like, I don't know. Okay. Um, okay. You're using the thief, I... right? Yes, and my let's see, what was my equipment? My I had. Thanks everyone for being armor? patient with us as we learn our new character sheets. <laughs> One armor. Art. One armor. Oh, okay. So you only take two if hit I points. Had, I had worth studded leather. I had studded leather armor. Okay, I, I think okay. you probably have a way to convert that protectiveness in in a shape change mode. So. Um, your uh you, you still have your one armor let's say and um because you would have it if you like turned into I... an elf or an orc so it seems fair that right. you would have it like this um <clears throat> and how do i figure out what my hit points are it's whatever's on my character sheet plus my constitution bonus yes yeah okay i think my constitution bonus is zero and it is cool yeah so you get so, six well, so I take two points of damage? Yes. Cool. Uh, I have four points left. Oh, I was wrong, too. We do need more than D6s, because like, your base damage is a D8. Um, so when you go to attack someone, you'll do a D8 plus your weapon damage. So um, it, just says, it just says constitution. Are we sure it's not like plus our constitution score? I think so, yeah. Um, I was trying to find a clarification on that, and I could be wrong, but I I think this is right. So, um, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, I feel like I mean most PBTA games don't use actual. Well, yeah, hit but points, because but. you would go from having eight hit points to twenty hit points, which is a really a big, big difference. difference, and and. I don't think they mean for you to have... Oh, I only have six to begin with. I would go from eight to having 15. Well, okay, but that's double, more than double. Yeah, Yeah, that's a big jump. Yeah, so six to 15. Yeah, I I think they're they're meaning to have you um, do that. Um, Also, in... This works like the other PBTA systems in that, like, it's not like the monster gets a turn every round. Right, no. He gets a turn when we fail. Yep. Uh, oh. And if oh, you get a round. 10 plus in combat <laughs> in the system. Um, so hang on. If you get a 10 plus in combat in the system, it doesn't automatically trade harm. You can choose to do damage without taking anything back uh, in the hack and slash move. So that's that's something that's a little different from other PBTA games as well, which I think I think we have the HP right. So um, cool. Yeah, we'll be good. So you've you've taken two and you're down to four HP. Um, also, you know, we just built these characters this weekend. So if anyone's like, oh, actually, I think I'm going to put this into Constitution instead of the other, um, you know, we can change things around as we get experience, as, as we yeah. as humans level up our RPG right. skill. Um, so, uh, I think it's important to have Nyx go next in the round. We don't really do an, an initiative order. I just like to make sure everyone has done something. Um, I think in this case, Alabas did something. <laughs> he did. No, he didn't. He did do no, that he thing. Yeah. He, did. Well, he, he certainly did tried. It. 
and then uh, there were there was an outcome, <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to have Nix go next, and then uh, Alibus and um, Zay. You can decide who goes after that. But let's let's find out what happens on Nix's turn. Um, what do you want to do about the things that have happened in your life? <laughs> well, um. Sorry, I'm trying to just trying to role play it in my head. Um, because I wouldn't want to go back and put my armor on because I would take way too long. I mean, this thing is on you, right? You're yeah, this, but, but like I wouldn't want to try and disengage to like go and get my weapons and change back and because oh, yeah, that takes two, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna hit back, and you have the effect of your armor already. I'm you know, I'm giving right. you the effect of your, your armor, so. right? Um, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna hit back. Okay. Um, so let's with roll. a claw claw bite attack. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so the thief, you, uh, you, you, unfortunately, your enemy is not surprised or defenseless. Uh, no. What do I have? Let's see. I've got. I have backstab. I have. Okay. Um. Uh, the thing I am going to do, I, I feel like you're, um, you're, you should still be able to roll plus dex to attack though. No, normally you roll plus strength to attack. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like a thief should, should roll plus dexterity cause you're using light weapons or whatever. Um, yeah. And, and that's also their main, their main skill. Yeah. It doesn't actually say that on here, but. Let's let's roll plus dexterity for you to use hack and slash. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to roll my two d six plus two. Ugh. Yeah. eight. Okay, so on a seven to nine, uh, you deal your damage to the enemy, and the enemy uh, is going to try to deal damage to you. Um, so uh, you get to roll your d eight. Plus, um, let's use your your dagger damage. What what does that say? Um, My dagger damage is one d four plus three. Okay, so you're gonna roll a d eight plus one d four plus three. Okay. That's three plus two plus three is eight. Eight damage. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. So you you rip into this thing and it is nearly dead. Um, it has some armor. You could tell that it's it's like reduced a little bit of what you did. But um, yeah, you you just uh, uh, claw into this thing and your you know it's like kind of a combination of your superior intellect versus you know fighting an animal that is vicious but not as smart as you. You're able to like get in there and and make some some attacks. It's also like occasionally trying to like, it knows how to fight other mantids and it's trying to like go for a leg that isn't there. Um, you know, uh, like your, your biology is a little different that sure. It's like, Oh, that always works. Why didn't it work? Um, so, uh, cause it also thinks I'm a mantid, not a, yes, per, uh, human yes, yeah, exactly. or humanoid. Um, so yeah, you do a lot of damage to that. Um, s- six of that damage gets through. So uh, that's a bunch. It's not quite dead, but it is still fighting you. Um, 
Okay, so uh, Ventusa and Zay, what what are you thinking? I am gonna pull that rapier. Uh huh. And um, go after the one that tackled Alabas. Okay. Uh, let's roll. I think you should probably also use dexterity for hack and slash. We're gonna Although have to. Although what I am going to use is flawless blade work. Oh right! So you actually get to roll intelligence or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, for those of you following along at home, when you attempt to incorporate magic into a melee attack, roll it. And then, uh, depending on my outcome, we'll see what happens. Cool. My int is plus two. So, I got a six. Womp, womp. Oh, dang. <laughs> mark an experience. Yeah, mark an XP. Um, you said you have one armor? I do. Okay, so you're going to take uh, three minus one, so two. You take two HP of damage. As uh, this thing, like, it barely even turns around to deal with you. And it hey, almost... Jason, I have a quick question. Yeah. Uh, aid or interfere? Like, would I be able to aid in her attack to get her to a seven? Um, let's see. So normally I, I would say yes if you hadn't taken your turn already. Um, okay. But you know what? I'll let you do it if you want to roll with disadvantage. Just understand that a six minus is going to make it worse. Oh, well, I don't trust the internet. Make it worse. But I'm fine with it. (laughs) And so is Pooja. (laughs) No risk, no reward, man. So you roll three dice Uh, and take the worst two. uh, Oh, please. Oh, please, I forgot brackets. (laughs) Oh, right. And the rolls.org. Uh, that would be a two, four. And then aid is plus our bonds, correct? Uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to assume everybody has two bonds with everyone else, because we did that with um, Decima. True. We did Decima bonds, and I'm pretty sure everyone had two questions for everybody else. So um, That would be a six. That's not then. great, Alex. <laughs> we sure did it. Alabas. <laughs> Alex Bus. Um, <laughs> we are just really rocking this today. No, but you're not. <laughs> I don't understand. Something Can bad you use a 2D10 on this game? Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. Um, and you all would still roll badly because I've seen your hearts. You shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> I- I only roll bad for the story. Uh huh. I don't roll bad for anything else. I'll Just... shut my mouth if you tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. All right. You're a liar. Interesting. <laughs> Show your work. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Can you cite your sources on that? Yeah. Uh, my rolls. Okay. Um, so. I mean, I roll well when it doesn't matter. Yeah. Six minus to six minus. Um, we're going to have. So, uh, 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 Zay is going to take that two harm, and Alabas is going to take uh, three harm that bypasses your armor. Um, so, as you're like oh. trying to get in the way, this thing gets a like it's fighting uh, Zay, and then you try to get involved, and it just slips a claw under your breastplate, and 
it, it's like like fully stabs you in the in the in the like the movie stab you know in the oblique <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah so you just take three harm three HP um, bypassing armor so that is that's bad news but you also both got to mark XP so don't forget that um, so that's fun I'm super gonna love work? it today no <laughs> I was about to say Alabas is gonna like we, we learn from our mistakes how does the marking XP work like how does that what do you mean? In on my character sheet, anyway, it's just like a a box, and I marked the number one. <laughs> Whenever we fail a roll with a six or less, we get an XP. Oh, and then okay. there may be certain skills on your template that say, like, if you use it, you get an XP. So, oh, yeah, cool. So I got three XP so far, guys. We're doing good. Oh yeah! Does that mean that you failed three rolls? Uh huh. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Oh. Uh, okay. Cool. So, uh, Ventus, <laughs> um, you have an idea of. I mean, you, you have the the battlefield in front of you here. Um, you could see your uh, f- friend, the the foe mantis, squaring off with the other one, and uh, Ventus and uh, Zay seem to have this other mantis well in hand. Um, or at least in their guts. Uh, so, well, in gut. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I'd like to just take a second mm-hmm. and ask that the black tentacles from the Netherworld come up and <laughs> neither entrap both of the. Yeah, uh, it's not this world or the other world. <laughs> It's, it's neither. It's neither world. It's neither. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I broke Pooja. I win. Um, so, she had to mute herself. That's impressive. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So, basically, but here's, here's the deal. I summon 2d4 writhing tentacles in an area. Thanks. I hate it. With two hit, hit points each. Mm-hmm. The tentacles make movement difficult, and I can command them to hack and slash at a creature entangled by them. Yep. Using my charisma in place of my strength, thank the lord. Okay. While this spell's ongoing, I take negative one to cast a spell. Okay. So, I'm casting this It's an area. It doesn't say how big, doesn't say how small, but I want to curve the area to take both of them and their kill into it. Um, how does it say any indication of how big the area is? An area. Uh, hmm. Maybe there's a like generic area of effect thing. Your generic area of effect. Um. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Are you? Are you? Because I specifically stated what I wanted to happen, and I didn't hear yes and. Uh huh. I heard. I heard. Let me look at the rules. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's what's happening. Um, let's see. In area... Um, okay, so it must have like a... There must be a thing in the section on spells. Wizard spells. Nothing. Not a wizard. I know, but I, just like... No, I know. Learning how spells <laughs> work is what I'm doing right now. Um, Me too. I mean, I can only save myself so much. <laughs> that's right. Everyone is lucky I didn't start singing Into the Woods earlier. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I think um, either uh, the 
I, I don't think this is going to be big enough that you can catch both of these things because they went in opposite directions. Um, you know, like Zay was going to the far side of this thing and they were between all of you. So um, I'm going to give you an option. You can either catch the edge of where Zay is because that mantis is between you and them. So you could catch that one and probably like the kill area. Uh, or if you want to attack the one between Ventus and Zay, oh, sorry, the Nyx is the, the one that's over there. Um, the one between Ventus and Zay, um, you're going to have to catch the Mantis and Ventus or the Mantid and Zay. You, you're not going to be able to just get the Mantid if you go after that one. Do you understand? So you're telling me that I would be in potentially the area of effect? No, no, you could protect yourself. It's just, um, oh, sorry, Alabas, Alabas and Zay. Sorry, I'm getting names mixed it's up only, today. It's only been four episodes, and if you don't... I mean, really five if you count the zero, so yeah. it's, it's all good. <laughs> all right, now I know how your students feel. Uh-huh. Um, oh, they so... don't get names. <gasps> they don't get oh. names, that's fair. Yeah. They're only teenagers. Yeah. Um... Oh, damn, I'm having, like, oh, flashbacks oh, to also, my father. Oh, shit. <laughs> also, Pooja, I was right there with you on Into the Woods. Every time he said Into the Woods, I was like, don't. Don't I do know. it. I, me too. I say it on purpose. Well, next time, you, you, I will not stop myself. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you, you sow the seeds, you reap the consequences. Yeah, I mean, I love that place, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I re- I can't find an explicit description of how it handles area of effect. So, it's a fictional area of effect, and it's uh, mm. we'll we'll just go with what I described. So either you could catch the one that Zay that Nix is fighting by themselves, or you could go after the other one, but you're going to catch either Ventus or Zay with it because they're all in sort of melee combat together. Well, but I can control the tentacles, mm-hmm. so therefore they don't have to get hit. Oh, is right? that right? Okay. Yes, I. Let's see. Which spell the tentac- are you looking at? Uh, warlock. Oh, the warlock one. Okay. Yeah, um, and it says I can. Uh, the tentacles make movement difficult, and I can command them to hack and slash at a creature entangled by them. Uh, now, okay, so I would say everyone's movement is difficult at that point. Yes. But, th- yes, that's fine. It's, it doesn't have to do damage to everyone. Okay. All right, that's fine. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Tentacular. Now, I assume that they cannot use hack and slash this turn, correct? Um, yeah, I, th- I think we gotta, um, like, we're definitely like inhibiting movement, and there's, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's happening, and then your next turn, like, when you use Hack and Slash, you can use the tentacles as your weapon, as opposed okay. to something else. There are three tentacles. <clears throat> okay, got it. Uh, uh, uh. Well, that's good, that's not as bad as this, <laughs> what I was picturing, too, I was picturing, like, you know, just, uh, like, spaghetti coming out of the ground. <laughs> So well, when I roll eight tentacles, that's exactly what it'll look like. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I see the one, the third level spell, black tentacles. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, in an area. Cool. Thanks for nothing on that description. 
<laughs> well, they just don't expect everybody to have a, an adversarial GM like we do. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was adversarial. That would make my job so much easier. <laughs> That's the thing I've never understood about that. Like, GM, if you want to win, like, you can win. That's easy. <laughs> right? Like, you know you can... You know you can do that without like yeah. losing half of your friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You won. <laughs> Came over. See, uh, okay. It's not. I feel like adversarial GM is taken like the wrong way. That people think it's about winning, and really, it's about creating the most suffering. Uh, yeah, I guess that. But I mean, that feels like a form of winning to me like the gm is causing suffering and feeling like they're in control Mm -hmm. and they get to but it does mean that it doesn't necessarily like it's not about winning as fast as possible but as well as possible Uh, yeah maybe (laughs) uh okay please don't hurt us (laughs) never been my goal uh what uh okay it looks like everyone's had a turn so um what I want to start with is let's go back to Nick's. Now, in, in general, I'm happy having you all pick whatever order you want, but I want to figure out what's happening with Nick's first. So I'm going to ask them to go first uh, in this next round. So, Nick's, okay. what are you up to over there? Um, so, uh, my little dude or dudette or non binary. It's hard to duh, tell. Um, is. Uh, uh, is nearly dead, but not all dead. Mm-hmm. Mostly dead. So, mostly dead. Um, can I? Is there like a coup de gras type thing? Like, can oh, I but you just could make be an like, attack and do the last bit of damage you got to do? All right, I will do that. Okay, hack and slash. Hack and slash. Okay, so and I'm adding my charisma, which is uh, your so- dexterity, actually. Adding my dexterity, which is also two. Okay. So, <laughs> nine. Okay. So, on a seven to nine, it is also going to deal its damage to you. Uh, so, and uh, we don't have anybody over there who can aid you. So, uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Is is two HP going to gonna put you down? Uh, if you no. take two damage? No? Okay. No. All right. Then let's go ahead and have um, you roll your damage. So my damage, ooh, six plus three, nine. Total. Oh, yeah, okay. That thing is, yeah, you take its head off. Um, or you can describe what you do to it. Um, I, uh, yeah, sure, that's a lot less gross than what I have in my head. So. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, you, you have a back and forth with it. it. It's doing two more HP back to you, but you finish it off and just, you know, put this thing down. Um, finish it. Do you want to, like, move anywhere or, or do anything after that? Um, what's going on with the other mantis? Sorry, I was in the um, new... The other one is uh, fighting uh, Alabas and Nyx. It is between... Uh, Zay, jeez. I know all of us changelings look alike you, to you. you. All either it's have fun. three letter names or seven letter names. And that's <laughs> My, mine's six. It's seven. I was not going to say you know, it. If you check the records, it's seven letters. There's a, there's a little at sign before. It's, it's at Venti. Two U's. <laughs> oh, oh. It's two U, all right, buddy. Oh, snap. 
Um, so the other one is is fighting Zay and Alibaba. And is it looking? Are you sure? And tentacles. It is also being attacked by three tentacles that have black tentacles that have sprung out of the earth. Um, so do they look like they need help, or can I check on whatever it was they were trying to eat? Um, that's up to you. Does it look like they need help? Mm. <laughs> we're I, having I, a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's three on one over there. They probably got it under control. All right, I'm going to go check and see what it was that they were eating-ish. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you uh, head over there, and right away you can identify this as a, like a big deer. Not like a moose, but, you know, it's a okay. really big stag. Like an elk? Yeah, yeah, like... Not man, probably not even uh, fully as big as an elk. It's just a big stag, like a yeah, really big deer. Um, um is there anything? I'm gonna switch back to Nick's, like well, to the 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 Tilda Swinton in a suit sure. body that y'all know Nick's as, um. And just kind of look at um, look at the like. Is there anything special about the deer or oh, magical? Gonna, is there any? We're going to come back to you on your next turn and have you do discern realities. Cool. Um, but let's uh, let's check in at the fight. Um, you know what, Ventus? I really want to see what you do with these tentacles. So, what do you do with these tentacles? Well, the first thing that I had to do from last turn was actually roll to cast a spell. Oh, okay. That, did we, that we did not do. Oh, I didn't realize that. That, that was a, a dice roll. Okay. Yes. So it's 2d6 for charisma, and I got, I rolled a 9. Okay. And I have an 18 charisma, which is uh, plus 12 three. last time I checked. Yeah, it's plus 3. So, yeah, great. 12 is That's a critical success. I'm going to give you uh, double the number of tentacles you were supposed to get. So uh, you have six tentacles coming out of the ground. Okay. I think three, so, three came up, and then you had such good control, they just split. Each one of them split into two, and because um, that seems horrible. And, uh, yeah, you've, you've... I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. If you look very closely, they look like they're um, wrapped the same way a rope would be. Oh, Like okay. that tight winding. Sure. Um. Let me see. So they also respond to rope. <laughs> well, I haven't I haven't quite verbally commanded them yet, so I don't know if they do. <laughs> um but in my mind, I'm just going to ask them to uh go after the the main creature. Yeah. Um here's the question. Um I use charisma instead of strength to do hack and slash. Mm-hmm. I assume they all do. Like, do they all do that damage? Like, why? So, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that damage times six. Um, so, do I roll six times? Yeah, let me look at that spell. Um, seven, don't worry, three, it's it's appropriately vague. They each have two hit points. That's not helpful. Uh, they make movement difficult, and you can use hack and slash 
with charisma instead of strength with this spell. Um, I think it's the number of tentacles is probably more related to how many things they could entangle uh, instead of how much damage they actually do. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's do hack and slash with your charisma, and we'll uh, we'll figure it out. All right. So rolling the two d six. Uh, I got a 10, plus my charisma is 13. Holy crap, you guys are rolling like gangbusters. Uh, hey, who? Yeah, that's a that's a critical success. Um, mm-hmm. have we had a, I'm aware. Have I've we had, had a critical fight success? I don't know if we have. Uh, I had. I got one. I oh, that's right, and you killed point? it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we didn't really have to think about the damage. Let's, um, so, let's see. And you may cast the spell again later because you had that good. Hail your dreadlord. Um, okay, that's horrible. Uh, I don't see where your your class damage is. Oh, my class damage is a d6. Oh, okay. So um, let's just max that and say that it's six damage. Okay. And uh, I'm going to bypass this thing's armor because you're sort of grabbing it and crushing it. Uh, and well, I'm going to give it one of its armor, so it'll take five uh, damage. Okay. And I think this is the first time it's taken damage, right? Because the other two of you weren't able to get a hit in. Is that accurate? Correct. Okay. Yes. Great. Uh, so that's um, Ventus and Nyx. Uh, Alabas and Zay, who would like to go next? I can uh, wait in reserve. Okay. Because I feel like my dice are a catalyst of fun right now. (laughs) A catalyst of fun. Yep. (laughs) This is true. They are. Um, I shall take another swing at it with my uh, blade of, you know, matters. I like it. That's better. So that's a 10. Oh, my. Okay, yeah, that's very good. Uh, So do you want to do your damage without taking any in return, or do you want to do extra damage and take some? Well, uh, a 10 plus, I deal my damage and apply two of my techniques. And here's the thing, is in this it says, on a 10 plus, I deal my damage and apply two of my techniques. On a 7 to 9, I deal my damage and apply one technique, and my opponent attacks me. Hmm. Okay. So, it sounds like from this... Uh, let me look at that real quick. Does it... Uh... Are you talking about Arcane Blade work? I am. And then if you go into the advanced moves, Flawless Blade work replaces Arcane Blade work. Oh, I see. Um... Yeah, okay, yeah, two of your techniques. Um, yeah, that's not hack and slash, so yeah, we don't have to go with what hack and slash says. Um, you're, you're just uh, you're just using flawless blade work. So, um, yeah, what, what uh, techniques do you want to apply? You have a 10, right? I did, and I am going to... Um... Where are the techniques? Oh, here they are. <laughs> yeah, they're down, like there's another page. Yeah. Of techniques, and I'm going to um, use galvanic mm-hmm. electricity courses through my blade, numbing one of my target's limbs, and torrential 
And my attack ends with a flurry of strikes that my opponent must dedicate effort to blocking or avoiding. If they instead attack me in response to my attack, deal my damage again. Oh my. Okay. Um, no, I, I think it is uh, turning to defend itself against you because it has also de- deemed that uh, Alabas is not a threat. Um, and I need to roll a d8, and I roll 7. Seven damage. damage? Oh, oh, okay. Well, how did you kill it? <laughs> I am going to say that um, when I went to strike it with my with my spell, like I've the um, electricity came out, and instead of just numbing it, like the electricity surged through it and stopped its heart. Oh, okay. Or real, like I guess I don't know how praying mantis. Physiology works. Yeah, so, I mean, like, they all, could say insects it, have hearts. Um, okay, cool. So it stopped its heart instead. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You you get in there and your final stab is that zap and uh, yeah. Suddenly it's a very quiet in the forest again, and uh, the four of you are left to catch your breath. So, what happens next? Uh, we could see um, Zay is over in the clearing checking out the uh, the animal that was downed and um, let's see how much uh, uh, that would be Nix, not Zay I know we all look Nix. alike to you oh my gosh, why, why can I not get names right today um, okay, so who, who all has taken wounds Alabas did. Oh, I have. Which seems fair, because it's sort of Alabas. Everyone except Ventus. Oh, okay. So, how many hit points is everyone down? I'm down three. Four. Okay. I'm down four. Uh, Pooja, are you... Did you lose some? Oh, yeah, just two. Okay. So, four in Nyx's case is a lot. (laughs) Um, three. I got lay hands on. In Alabaster's case, is not that much, but okay. You want to use your lay on hands move? Yeah, hopefully I don't kill myself. <laughs> I can't imagine anything going wrong at this point. <laughs> it Why things right. could only go well here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, well, that's my guys. brand. <laughs> uh, hold on, wrong page, please. It's probably uh, okay. It's when probably you touch fine. someone skin to skin and pray for their well-being, roll charisma. Well, I got an eight. And on a seven to nine, they are healed, but the damage or disease is transferred to you. Wow, that's harsh. Yeah, that's super... Like, hands-on is great. Wow. So, I, so okay. <clears throat> and then I'll roll my... How does that work with you? Like, if you lay your hands on yourself... I just kill myself. No, you're. It's illegal to touch yourself. Oh, well. Uh, Zay or diviners. Nick's got six hit points back. Uh, okay. So, um, wow, that's just really interesting. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna read up more on that in between games just to see how that's how that works. Um, I think there's also a thing about, like, after the fight, 
is like a thing everyone can do to recover a little bit. You can rest, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's do the rest move. Oh. Before you kill yourself. Yeah, we don't want to <laughs> camp. Uh, rest yourself before you... Yeah. Recover. Uh, when you do nothing... Hold on. When you do nothing but rest in comfort and safety... After, after a day oh, of oh, rest, day. okay, that's nothing. you recover all your after three days of rest. Blah blah blah. Okay, that's not gonna help. No, us. that's nothing. Okay. Um, the yeah, the other got one a little would be darker in Dungeon World, guys. Yeah, the other one would be make uh, make camp, and that's uh, when you wake up from at least a few uninterrupted hours of sleep, heal damage equal to half your max hit points. That's yeah. the closest one we're gonna get. Let me um. Look at something here real quick. Nope. Um, so it's possible that the way we imagine Alabas is... Uh, it may actually make more sense to use the Cleric playbook. Um, mm. Even though you're a paladin. So either we would uh, roll you up as a cleric and take a paladin move or two, or make okay. the cleric or make the pal- have your paladin take a, a cleric move, like being able to cast spells. Because the like in comparison, this wait, where did it go? I just had it. Um, cure light wounds is you just heal somebody for one d eight damage. The end. Like there's no. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have armor of six plus. Right. Well, mine's three. Actually, the armor is just one less. Wait, what? How does the armor player. come into that? No, but what I'm saying is that his his character's always been out in front. His character's always been yeah. Like, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. I got it. So yeah. it still follows the paladin mm-hmm. motif in that sense. Yeah. Um, we could get you two armor instead of three. As a cleric, so that would feel yeah. bad. Um, but uh, maybe we can get you cleric spell casting or something. That's fine. We'll figure it out uh, outside of this. Um, let's have you. Uh, let's just heal the six. I'm, I don't want you to take that six damage. That's crazy. Um, so uh, you can heal them up, and um, we will follow up on this next time when I understand how this works a little better because that seems wild that As... that you have a very likely chance of hurting yourself uh, and as... possibly dying because it's not like we all have that many hit points right, right, so I, I think it's like maybe I've misunderstood something about how this works um, it seems like it maybe would be like on a 6 minus like you would heal your, you damage yourself like that kind of makes sense but seven and nine seems crazy like you said yeah or that you would take half like I don't know that's that's wild anyway um, uh, how much does the paladin want to sacrifice themselves for the wider group like that's what it all comes down to yeah um, I mean but in the context of how other classes work I, I don't know I feel like maybe there's an update to it or something um, anyway um. That's fine. And so there's have- like there's one thing to say about like how much do you want to hurt yourself to help someone in the moment? And it's another thing to say like, hey, we're all fine now and I'm gonna take my time. Yeah. If it was like mid combat, maybe I would be more interested in this, but when you have all the time in the world to just like pump some healing spells in, um 
there's there's got to be a some, some sort of economy to do that because like normal lay on hands is just dump hit points here you go and mm-hmm. the, the cost is you run out of the ability to do that so um yeah that's right we'll, we'll figure something out you heal six hit points of uh and so nix you only needed four right correct so if you want to spread the other two to someone else that's fine we could do that. I'll spread them to Alabas. Is he the only other one that's damaged? Or is... Well, Alabas no. is the one doing the healing spell, so let's... Oh, so he... Uh, so presumably he can help he, Well, yeah, Alabas, where, where do you want that extra two to go? Well, we could give it to, uh, to Zay. Okay. Because I think he only needed two, right? Yeah, yeah, I was only down two. Yeah. Okay, cool. All righty. Um... So we're somewhat recovered. We've got got a chance to catch our breath. The forest sounds slowly start to come back. Um, all remnant trace of the telepathic spores are gone at this point. So, um, what uh, what do you want to do next? So I'm looking at the deer to discern reality determine reality yeah discern reality yep great uh let's roll wisdom i definitely know that and don't have to look it up yet uh okay plus one. we're all learning yeah. oh hey uh 12 that's awesome uh so you would uh so well on a 10 plus this doesn't really have a crit result so uh you you get to ask three questions from the list below where's the list oh uh, it's in the the uh play sheets document up at the top the page four like the main dungeon world great of the 33 Uh uh-huh okay oh i see it on page two oh it's doubled that's interesting Oh, that's why I kept thought I was seeing the same information twice. Huh. Cool. I'm glad I'm not insane. All right. Um, what should I be on the lookout for? Um, well, right now, I can tell you, you don't have to be on the lookout for anything because the effect that these creatures have on the area, like everything is afraid of them. And um, for the time being, this... This place is essentially abandoned by anything that is big enough to hurt you. What here is not what it appears to be? Um, I think probably the thing I could give you on that is that it's it's pretty surprising how picky they were about the kill. Again, this is this is the thing that I personally don't like to get super gory about, but like they were they were picking particular pieces from the kill. It's not just like slashed and ragged. Um, they were like they were collecting specific items. Yeah, I mean they were eating it, but yes, they they were like yeah. just this part, please. And yeah, um, mm. yeah. Take the sweetmeats first. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, who's really in control here? Hmm. Not us. Um. Okay, actually, yeah. Now I'm going to take advantage of your your critical success. Um. There is a... It's my critical success dance. Yeah. What, um, <laughs> what is Nyx's relationship to magic in general? Like, 
Um, they respect it, fear it, wish they could control it, but aren't like, are kind of like, it's like electricity for a lot of people. Like they know that they don't need to know how it works, but it works. Okay. And if you, and they can operate something that has a switch. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm going to have you roll plus int, please. Okay. I don't remember my int score. It's 13. It's plus one. Four. Oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> Love it when the DM is glad that you <laughs> that you didn't roll well. Well, the fun thing about the PTA... Experience. The, yes. Yay! It is that. Also, six minus in PBTA doesn't mean a miss. I don't like calling it a miss. It means uh-huh. I take narrative control. Um, oh. And you might actually succeed at what you set out to do on a six minus, just maybe not in the way you were hoping to. Um, oh. So, the... Um, the thing that you're able to discern here with kind of how the kill is laid out and everything, there is um, not like the intention of an intelligent creature setting out a ceremony or, or like drawing a pattern, but in the, in the way that, you know, water flows over rocks in a particular shape, um, mm-hmm. that they have left the kill out in a particular way. And it only occurs to you after you've sort of like walked around... I walked around this way and taken three steps this way and then one step back and then you turned right and touched your thumb to your nose <laughs> that you have completed a sort of ambient ritual and um, the underbrush surges alive and and the like ferns and shrubs and like tree roots and things surge up and form this like 10 foot tall um kind of like a Groot but more wild okay um and not tree like like an ant right but like this thing formed of all the gnarled underbrush comes up uh, sort of like a, a gin like a nature gin right of, a root golem yeah yeah uh, where it doesn't have legs because it's like on one sort of wound mass of oh, I see. Okay. thing up to torso and then arms and a head. And it, it like picks you up off of the ground uh, in it. In I guess you didn't really have your clothes yet, right? So it just has its hands under your I armpits. I <laughs> right? Sorry. Is that okay? Is that weird? Yeah. Okay. It's, it, yeah. it just like picks you up. You're like five feet off the ground. Because it's, you know, holding you out in front of its face. I guess it's ten feet tall. You're probably more like eight feet off the ground. Uh, and it's it lifts you up, and it's... Um, it says... Um, uh, who dares interfere here? Do I still get one more of those questions? Oh, I thought that was your third question. That was I got four because I got twelve. Uh, where does it say that? 
I thought you said four. I could be oh, misremembering. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. So, yeah, the, there isn't a 12 result uh, listed as discerning realities. I see. Um, so you get the three questions, but you're, I, I wanted to apply a crit success in there somewhere. Um, the yeah. crit success was that you got to do your intelligence role to understand something about <gasps> magic. And got it. The magic cool. of this place has somewhat to say unto thee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I say, who da- so it was who dares disturb my slumber, essentially? Well, yeah, who, 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 who uh, how, how dare you disturb this place? Is this place sacred? These woods are my sacred temple. We didn't know. We're sorry. What, what can we do to make you happy? Leave and it's it's like the the like force you know pushes you. Does does Nix have hair? It's just like uh, yeah, not very much, but yes. Yeah, if you had but, long hair, it would be like you know blasted back. There's like leaves and stuff stuck in whatever's there. Uh, you should probably get one stuck in your mouth. <laughs> um, and it um, it it then turns like it's just holding you in one hand like a doll. <laughs> it turns to look at the rest of the group of like leave, and it's just shouting at you. Cool. Make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> I would like to parlay. Oh, all right. What uh, what leverage uh, are you uh, presenting? Um, we are presenting the idea that I want to show him that it seems like there's a lot going on here that is invading your forest, like the... So your leverage is that you can help in some way. Yes, that we can help accomplish what they are looking for. Okay. Um, All right, roll your dice. I have to grab a drink because my voice is about to quit. I will be right back. All right. I think he's too legit. Too legit to quit? Hey, hey. Wow. You're welcome. Um, I rolled an eight, and I have a charisma of 18, so that's an 11. 10 plus. Congratulations. Suck it, Jason. Don't ever tell me I roll like shit ever again. <laughs> oh, he will. But he's wrong. Yes. Don't inflate his ego anymore. He doesn't need it. Oh, his Jason? head's going to become so big that, like, your small body won't be able to, like, deal with the gravity, like, the, Look, uh, he'll, the he'll be like new a center of balance. Figure. Wow. I'm good at one thing in life, and it's rolling dice. Let one 2d6 systems. <laughs> Let me have it. Actually, uh, d20s, too. I did some pretty well, pretty good stuff on d20s. I seem to recall you cursing rolls <laughs> a few times. Maybe. But only because I wanted to see where the story went. Mm. I feel like I'm just black holing all the bad luck for everybody. We appreciate that. that. That's my aid. My aid skill. Yeah, your aid other is let me just take the suck rolls. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sounds like my time in college. What? 
What? Wait, what Nothing. did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm making t- terrible, terrible jokes. I I have to say, I'm I'm seeing the um, the Twitch chat. I'm uh-huh. proud of you all, honestly. Why? All all the viewers in chat take one XP. I, I mean, not the players. <laughs> None of you people. Thanks. Is it because they're being kind? Or no, it's because they're being punny. Yeah. Oh. And I'm proud of all of you, really. That's. They're really good. Oh my god. Now I'm reading them? Yeah. Yeah. I'll use um, Twitch to watch the replay, guys. Uh, I better have. Sorry. Yeah, for, our, for our podcast friends, if you go check at the, like, Hour and ten minute mark. Um, <laughs> two hour, two uh, hour, uh, two, and two ten hour, minutes? two hour and twenty minute mark. Um, according to this, <laughs> um, uh, th- go look at the the chat dialogue. <laughs> it's it's pretty amusing. Um, Be brushing alone. Yeah. That was Rob. <laughs> yeah. So no, that was fantastic. But in any case, that's right. Anyway. I rolled an eleven. Suck it, Jason. Wow, these rolls are incredible. Um, okay, so on a hit, they will ask you for something and uh, do it if you make them a promise first. So that's good. Um, I do. I have to introduce a complication though, and it, it'll make sense when I do. I don't. I don't. I don't think on a 10 plus you do introduce a complication. I think that's the whole point of a 10 plus is there's no complication. Now, if I had rolled a seven to nine, oh, I think that the rules state there should be a complication. Um, actually, right? in, on a six in, uh, minus, in a PBTA, sure. you can make a GM move whenever you want. Um, so hashtag cheat. God's what to do. <laughs> I will every moment of every day. All right. No, so, I'm saying the GM, the GM is not a god. The GM tells gods what to do. <laughs> I never liked the GM as god stuff. That uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. Um, okay. But you can't have a legitimate campaign without accurate record keeping. That's well. That's just a fact. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's also future perfect. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, so, technically, on a hit, they ask you for something and do it mm-hmm. if you make them a promise first. Yes. So that sounds like a complication to me. Uh, so uh, the uh, being, it's actually, we could just call it an elemental. It's a nature elemental um, that, you, you know, you're all in, in this, like this world is full of elementals. That's, that's just a thing. Um, and it, um, this sounds bad. It's not. It flings Nyx. But, Nix, you're like a ninja, right? You just hit the ground and roll. I'm not even going to make you roll for that. Because it's not trying to hurt you. It's just like, whoops, and and turns to talk to Ventus, right? Does, that, does everyone kind of picture what's happening here? And as long it, as I don't have to heal. No, no, no. It just turns. But I do want to know, Nix, what does that look like when you hit the ground? Like, how do you make that look cool? So, <laughs> so he drops me? Or the he thing like, drops me? He turns to talk to Ventus, because, you know, you were kind of over there by yourself, and they were coming over to see what you were looking at, and then this thing came up, it picked you up, and then Ventus is trying to get its attention, so it turns and just, like, flings you aside, right? Because it's like, oh, like- oh that's... And he's so he's released me. He's not just turning Correct. and holding me like a cannonball. Right, right. No, no, no. He's or, just like flung you aside because he's 
like trying to focus on who got his attention. It's attention. I'm, so what um, really happens to Ken Balls? <laughs> yes. Um, I am try. I try and roll, uh, like literally roll. You know, tuck and roll, Grandma. Um, <laughs> I try not to hit the ground and break something, mostly myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you have a very high dexterity. I, that's fine. You. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sorry, Eli's pupper is such a, a fl- floofenstein. It's enormous and floofy. So much floof. We're so floof. There's the white four. What and kind of floof? And, is it, and like Eli's not a, a small guy. Like that's got to be a big dog. <laughs> like. That's great. I love that dog already, and I want to meet it. Um, what kind of dog is that? Yeah, Eli? Siberian Husky? Mm. <gasps> it's a big floofer. Oh, so it's pretty smart. tall, huh? <clears throat> yeah, he's like 53 pounds. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a big boy. Um, You'll notice that dude climbing in bed with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so... Sorry. Uh, Grandma what? Nix is flung to the side. Uh, they're able to... Uh, 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 roll to safety and I think you actually probably wind up in a pile with your pack and stuff that you were trying to get back to because your clothes and all that and I, I imagine you're like pulling on some of your you know because you, you, you had your studded armor and all that stuff right? Does that seem yeah. fair? That I'm putting my pack back on? Yeah. Yeah yeah your armor yeah, and all yeah. that. Yeah okay. Mm-hmm. So Ventus, uh this thing turns to face you and it's you know has a little bit of trouble focusing, like trying to figure out who's talking. But you're pretty big, right? So it's focuses in on you, and um, sorry, a lot happened. What was it exactly that you were asking it to do? Uh, well, I was, I was asking it if it would like to have a conversation so we could help it make sure everything in the area that was bothering it would leave. Including the lightning rail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it turns to you, and um, the expression is alien to you, right? This thing is not a humanoid that you're used to. You know, like even all different types of humanoids have some really similar body language from loxodons to halflings, right? Like you've have really similar body language, and this thing is just very strange. You, personally, are used to dealing with the truly alien uh, in your life. So um, you have some insight as this thing looks to you, and it is both um, dismissing you and desperately trying to believe you. Uh, And it says... You can't possibly help me. Can you help me? And you see this just wild expression. It's it's moving these, you know, like branchy eyebrow. Uh, and there's just this white light in where the eye, eye sockets are. Um, but then uh, a bunch of things happen all at once. The four of you can hear a train approaching the maintenance shed. Right. From... Um, go, it's on the track back to uh, the city of Towers, right? So it's it's probably the train you would have taken to get home. So it's on its way back, and as it gets closer, you see the white light of the eyes, this like blue electrical light starts to come to the forefront as it 
it like uh, stumbles forward as it like part of the base that it's on crumbles and then it's grasping for you Ventus and it's it repeats can you can you help me and then it just like collapses in a pile of like rubbish well not trash but you know uh, roughage it, it hmm. before like as soon as I see it like having pain before it completely mm-hmm. do I think that if I cast a dispel magic around it and create like a bubble where oh, the that interference would, that would probably dispel it as quickly as whatever it is that's interfering with it gotcha 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 okay and then it would be your fault <laughs> yeah that's fair can I cast dispel magic on the train tracks, um, they're and pretty the far, and that's a those those things oh. exist on a pretty massive magic yeah. scale. Of like, we okay. don't want people to be able to tamper with it easily. Um, okay. So, but they're also like a hundred yards away through the woods. So, uh, oh, it just said. Oh, that's interesting. It just says powerful magic is just reduced or dampened. As long as I'm as long as I'm nearby, but that's fine. Um, Wait, so that's it, just a passive effect that's on you all the time? No, 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 no. It says it says choose a spell or magical effect in my presence. The spell rips it, the dispel magic rips it apart. Lesser spells are ended. Powerful magic is just reduced or dampened. Oh, okay, as long as I'm nearby. And that's an active spell that you have to cast. It's an active spell. Yeah, so like I would have to focus and then throw it up to to basically create like a, a sound wall almost um you know what I'm I'm open to it if you want to roll with disadvantage yeah dude that's okay fine. but I mean the the six minus threat is higher in that case so I just want to be clear about that we don't have to worry about it because it won't get there <laughs> that, I like that all right uh, GMs this is the kind of player you want so so I rolled two two and two. So two plus two is four plus three for my charisma is a seven, motherfucker. <laughs> the you skin won't. of your motherfucking teeth. Yep. Don't matter. Success is success, yo. <laughs> um, well, I mean, uh, mixed success is mixed success. Does it have the word success in there? That's. I just uh-huh. wanted to look around. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. It looks like okay. you get to pick the seven to nine thing. Do you see your cast, the cast a spell move? Oh yeah, I do. I do. That's on my sheet. Mm-hmm. I like these options too. I think these are different from what the wizard has. <laughs> this is terrible. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go because this isn't going to mess with the party at all. Uh, you draw unwanted attention to your, and put yourself in a spot. Yeah. The GM will tell you how. Yep. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> this is great. Uh, all right. So, yeah, you are able to uh, throw up a shield, and the, the, you know, this sort of wall of effect, you, you can feel it pushing back, and um, you are. Um, pushed out of your body for a moment. All right? So you 
your sort of astral self uh, will pull, pull like a Doctor Strange uh, moment um, where you're up and out of your body for a moment and you can see so that the um, bramble elemental doesn't really fully dissipate now as I had said before it act, like some of it is able to like cling it's like grabbing onto your clothes but now it's smaller than you right and it's like desperately like clutching at you um, but you get blasted out of your body and up into the air a little bit and surging through the canopy as the train goes by you see the um, awareness of the lightning elemental seething through the trees and staring at you and and um, it points at you and you know you have been marked um, you you don't there's there's you don't have an opportunity to counter it um, but you have been marked and uh, the uh, the other three of you you see wh- where do you want this scar to appear uh, Ventus but it, but it should be on a visible part of your body because that's yeah, yeah yeah so is it is it mm... It's basically a burn. You are not burned and you're not harmed. You're not taking HP damage, but you have a burn scar. Down the left eye. Like. Like. Yeah, uh, across he would, like, your, a like, on your face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So all of you watch this happen in real time. It's as if an old scar forms out of nowhere. Um, and. The um, just the baleful glare of this lightning elemental as it as the train passes by as it's trying to get through this barrier that you've set up and then the train is going so fast that it's it's just a moment right uh, and then you 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 get sucked back into your body and you are returned to yourself and um, and actually I think Ventus I'm going to say. From your point of view, you have always had this scar. But you're not sure where you got it. Oh, interesting. But the three of you watched him get the scar right now. Okay? So so Did we recognize that it came from the elemental? No, you don't know how it happened. You just watched it go down the left side of his face. Um... And uh, Ventus, you've always had a scar on, across your left eye. Yep. Um, is the bramble still there then? Yes, and it is. You know, clutching at your. Uh, you you said you wore like suits, right? Like kind of like waistcoat and trouser kind of stuff. Um, more like more like monks. Oh, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So like loose clothing or robe. Loose, loose clothing. Okay, so but but like pants and tunic and that yeah. sort of thing. Okay, um, yeah. So yeah, it has. Uh, it's holding on to your like rope belt, and uh, is um, it is going to dissipate? It is currently dissipating, but you have some more time to talk to it. How can we help you? It's destroying me. It wants to destroy me. It wants to dismantle everything. And then some more pieces crumble off. What's the best way to destroy it? 
kill it. Okay. Tell them, please ask the mantids to leave the mushroom people alone, and we'll kill it. I and then it just collapses. Okay. So what I'm getting from today's adventures, gang, lightning rail, bad for this forest. Well, I think we have to we have to interpret some of this because some of this is. uh, has to be relayed in character. Um, mm. So, uh, Ventus, uh, what? What? All, I mean, obviously, everything that thing the the bramble elemental said to Ventus was out loud, and everyone was aware of. A bunch of other stuff just happened that is not uh, common oh, knowledge. I see. Yet. So, um, do we know that the train passed by? Yes. Yeah, that was a big okay. loud thing that that. Uh, the zapping lightning and sort of lo- low-key thunder of the train passing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, um, so I look at I look at Zay. You said you talked to the elemental before we started on all this, right? Yeah, I did. And you said the elemental was conversation. Kind of an arrogant bastard. Well, arrogant bastard, but it was still conversational and willing to talk. Yeah. Okay. At least for a short amount of time. Gotcha. Basically, it felt like its contract with the the rail company gave it dominion over all. Oh, it gave it dominion over all the area that the rail covers. That makes a lot of sense because I just looked in its eyes. And the intense hatred that it had for me, for all of us, for the the tree being here, uh, brushy, and everything I ar- believe was what but, it was called. Yes, I, I think it was named Bushy. bushy. Yeah. Um, it it, it makes us. It, it, it hates everything that- around us. It thinks that it's that we're invading its territory. I've I've looked into some dark places. There was a lot of pain and anger there. And frankly, um, I want to stop it even more than I originally did, but I also want to permanently stop it. I'm still kind of... Um putting on my gear, and I'm like, did anybody else notice that Ventus has a scar now? I've always had that. Are we, we going to talk about... No, bro, we just watched you get it. What are you guys talking about? Like, I've, I've had it since I was a kid. Like, Or you got it 30 seconds ago. Like, we watched it. it happen. Just yeah. Now. Maybe the light, like, shined on it, so you saw it appear, but as far as I know, I've always had it. If you mean by light shining on it, you mean scar literally forms in your skin over the space of, you know, a couple of heartbeats while we watch, then yes. That's then yeah, that, that's accurate. How did you get the scar? I don't remember. It must have happened when I was a kid because it's always been there. Like, maybe you guys just don't notice as much because you're down there. It's a pretty big scar. You don't remember getting a scar over your eye? You would have almost lost the eye. Ventus, we've been together since the Talenta Plains. 
you just got that scar. I don't see how, and I've always remembered it. So, you've unless, always remembered it now. Sure, but unless something implanted memories into my head, I don't know. Number one, what that something would be. Number two, why they would do it, and number three, why it would just be this little Nix. What would you say to somebody? who their companions watched something about their appearance change, but they had no memory of their appearance. Uh, they, they had memories of their appearance always being that way. Uh, I would say that there was a lot going on in a split second in time, and maybe things changed where it just became more noticeable. Can I spout lore? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I, that was at me. <laughs> I was just enjoying the conversation. Uh, that's a 12. Good. Good, Jason. Because I was like, what did you call me? I don't. Like, I, don't like, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Spout lore with a 12. Um, oh, this doesn't have a, a crit result listed either, but. Um, uh, the GM will tell you something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. Um, so, uh, what well, one I'm going to tell you, it's not unheard of for somebody to uh, to have modified memories. Like there are several spells that can do something like that. Um, but was there a particular direction you wanted me to spout lore in? I wanted to know. Basically, I wanted to see if like I had anything in my memory. Um, or like from my travels where elementals messed with somebody's memory um, or what the scar might mean. So like, I think what I'm going to say is um, with that 12, actually uh, you have heard rumors of certain elementals, um, not, not like elementals as a group because like fire elementals and water elementals and nature elementals, they're all very different for me. You know, they have like different personalities and then there are individuals in those groups that, you know, so, uh, you've, you've heard lots elementals of different things. Elementals are people too. Um, well, they're not people, but Ish. it's complicated. Um, but, um, they're like a force of nature. Uh, you have heard rumors that, Lightning elementals in particular can either fuck with the passage of time or your perception of time. Ooh. And that that's a thing you've heard of. It sounds like bullshit, but maybe less like bullshit today. So this all happened. I mean, you saying that the, el the lightning elemental looked at you. With hatred. Uh, yes. And I know and have heard of cases of lightning elementals being able to manipulate time. Or at least your perception of time. Which sounded a lot, like, more far-fetched before we went and talked to the mushroom people for two hours. <laughs> okay, but can they... 
like, can they scar people as part of this time manipulation? Like, possibly. I, I mean, I, they can I manipulate who... energies. So if 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 the elemental manipulated the passage of time and was able to give you the scar in the past. Yeah. You don't remember how you got it. You would have always had it to you, but you were then uh, divergent timelines. My brain hurts. <laughs> okay, I'm 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 willing to go down that path. It's. I mean, it honestly, it seemed like a weird power for a being that voluntarily runs a train to have. But the mushroom people. Run on time. I mean, yeah, I was about to and say. And the trains, and the trains <clears throat> always run on time. They're like, literally never late. That is uh, what I was about to say. 110% of the time. Yeah. Yes. Here's. I, it just comes back to me to, as to why. Like, why would, why would it even bother scarring me and then messing with it like there's no point except it really really hates you i think it hates us i mean yeah it didn't mark me or me well, maybe it thinks that it was trying to manipulate the time right like maybe it thought that you were trying to take it off schedule so it took that sort of benevolence to prove a point i mean you also were protecting the bushy dude right Sure, but if it's that sensitive, then it really needs to get a grip. I mean, it's pretty sensitive. It really believes that in the contract it has with the house that runs the rails, it dictated the terms. I think there's also something that, you know, the mystery of this aside that we need to realize, and that's that Ventus has been made. I've, I've been made? Uh, yeah, sorry, I forget. Identified. That. Yeah. Ventus, Ventus has been spotted by somebody who's going to recognize him now. And that means that he can't show his face on a train if we're going to do anything nefarious. Technically, we're all recognizable now. Well, technically, we? he wasn't really doing anything nefarious against the train. He just happened to be in the general vicinity of the train right, as it went but, by. Right, but the thing marked his face. So and if it sees him, if it sees him, it's going to remember that, and it becomes traceable. Lightning Elemental will remember this. So, so if I get on the train, it's not going to move? Sounds great to me. Personally, no, I'm not. very against all of this stuff, and... At this point, if that's the attitude of all the elementals, and they that's their belief, and I, I don't know if it is or they're isn't. They're not all like that. I've talked to other okay. ones. They're very, like, they're different. It's This, this different. one needs to go to elemental afterlife because it is not a good thing. It is a bad thing. I have come across many bad things. This is a bad thing. Can I spell lore about elementals? Sure. In general? And that's intelligence? Uh, yep. Or wisdom? Int. Int. 
I mean, with the seven. Master Vidar has a point. You tried to dispel magic on the train. With it the was seven? near the train. It was a sound wall. It was like, oh, it's really loud here. Let's like put up a thing so we don't know the freeways there. Get these mfing spells off this mfing train. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, what'd you get, Claire? Seven. Okay. Uh, so I will tell you something interesting. It's on to you, on you to make it useful. What um, kind of area you wanted to know about elementals? Um, general about their general alignments and personalities. Okay. Um, I think um, you've had some experience with. Um, a, f- a phenomenon that even in the big city, people are like dubious that this is a real thing as well. In in the way that like half the shit you've seen today is like, no, this is right. all made up bullshit. Like, no, none of this. Um, but you personally have come across um, an elemental of a of a neighborhood, right? That is like constructed of the personalities that live there of like Mm -hmm. the cultural identity of that neighborhood. And, um, that is like, you have met one of those, like literally, that's not a, it's not a thing Mm -hmm. that you've heard about. You literally met an egregore basically. Yes. Yeah. Wait, a what? An egregore. I don't know what that is. It's, 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 it's a pagan thing. It's the spirit that is created by, by the people in a space. Yes. That represents the people and the space. Yep, it's that. Awesome. I'm going okay. to go read that. I'm going to have to read about that. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, yes, you, you met one um, the, kind of near the docks. It's, it wasn't the dock area, but it was near there. And um, you ended up helping it out like 20 years ago. Um, okay. But what you know is that elementals can start out as sort of like a neutral just sort of uh, aspect of nature you know like a a a regular storm cloud doesn't have attitude right it doesn't care who it's raining on but over time that like what you're describing right the 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 beings that live in that area can influence it and so uh, if you had, so it seen- absorbs the mo- what what it's it absorbs what's in the people around it and the yeah, beings around it. People's like intentions and hopes and dreams and goals and and that sort of stuff. Okay, okay. But Great. you also know there's an entire plane of existence devoted to like fire elementals just doing fire elemental shit that has nothing to do with what humanoids want, right? That right. they're just. D- carrying out the bizarre plans of fire elementals of, of like, well, you know what we need is another volcano. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> right. it is they do. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's very helpful. So what I, what I say to Ventus is I don't think that that's that one. I don't think uh, elementals don't think that way. They don't think they are mirrors of the things that that are around them. So if that elemental is is angry, it's because something made it angry. It's not that it was angry when I talked to it. Arrogant. Oh, it was 
it was angry. No, like, I'm saying I don't know. We don't know if it was the same one. I'm saying if the one that marked then chooses is angry and hateful, it's because something or someone made it angry or hateful. Um, Pooja, I'm gonna slack you a word that pops into your character's head. And then you can decide how to put that in the conversation. So I don't know if it was the same train that we went on, but whatever Elemental was doing that, I can only describe it as malevolent to everything in its path. I mean, that jibes with the... It makes sense that that the same Elemental would run the train that we took because that train runs this route. There's not a ton of trains that are going this way. And in the one I talked to, it was greedy. It wanted more. More trains? More, more power? control, more power. It, it was an avaricious being. I don't. Maybe because I don't understand elementals to that extent. But I don't see how this, and I point to the disintegrated leaves and piles of junk, being within what, like 150 yards, 200, 300 yards, however far away, impinges on its power base. It feels like this all belongs to it. That's that's what I'm saying, is that when I talked to it on the train, it had the idea that this contract allowed it to rule this area. It is the ruler of, at the, at the minimum, the train, but... If it's greedy for more, it's taking over and destroying anything that comes within its bounds that it can reach as the train passes through. The reason why it was so angry with you is because it was attempting to take out a rival spirit and you stood up against it. That's interesting. That sounds like a bully to me. (laughs) I mean... Wouldn't disagree. Um, is it okay if I take us over to the maintenance building while you're having this conversation? Sure. That we sort yeah. of close that distance? Or, or did you want to make a point of, like, being here to investigate this, this site more? We can come back to it if we need to. That's true. Yeah. yeah I mean, you can yeah. see the maintenance. It's like 100 yards through the woods. So um, We can walk and talk. Yeah. It's a, a bit of a... Yeah, but it's not that far away, really. Uh, so, um, when you get there, I just... You know, we, we have to wrap up here pretty soon, but I, um, yeah. I wanted to have us see that the maintenance shed is essentially abandoned. There are some, like, rusty old tools, like hammers and picks and things like that, that, were, that are hung up in a building that looks like... Uh, you know, it's not... It's not a large building. It's it's uh, 
It's got a couple of work tables in it. It's got some helmets and tools hung up on the wall. It's got enough stuff for like five or six people to to go out and do some work. It's not like you you wouldn't want to live here for any extended period. I mean, you could have a couple maintenance people could have like put out bed rolls and and spent the night if they had to. It wouldn't be that big a deal. But um the building looks like nobody's been here in a long time. It certainly hasn't been repainted. Um and the weird thing is if this train route has only been here for a year, this place looks like it's been abandoned longer than one year. Like even Does. being out in the elements on a cliff where it's getting you know rain or whatever, it's it just looks it's like more than, than a year old. What's that, Claire? Mm. I was saying it's older than that. It's older than a year. Sure, it looks older yeah. than a year. And Does I, the hmm. train going by alter time around it? So this thing is age prematurely has age prematurely. Period. Well, that is what we're going to have to answer next time. Dun 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 dun. dun. Um, so um, that is where we will pick up. Thank you, uh, all of our players, for uh, being so awesome. This is, uh, I hope, as much fun as it is for you as it is for me. Um, Super fun. We're, as we're all learning the new system, we will, uh, of course, be gentle with each other uh, because we care more about each other than getting the numbers right. <laughs> so hopefully, uh, folks at home, uh, hopefully that's the case at your table, too. So, um uh, you know, uh, be excellent to each other and uh, party on. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's say who we are and what we're up to uh, outside of this. My order has shifted, so now I'll ask Rob to go first. I'm Rob. I'm not doing anything outside. Of this. <laughs> Should we follow you online anywhere? Or I mean, if you want to, since the basketball season's <laughs> not happening, I'm not really talking a whole oh, lot. Yeah, that's a bummer. Okay. Yeah, because this was the year the Clippers were going to win, motherfuckers. Was it? You shut your mouth. No, it right. wasn't. It really wasn't. It was a hundred percent. A one thousand percent. I don't know shit about sports. I just wanted to rile them up. Shank. <laughs> you can always, you can always believe that this might have been the year. It would have. Well, no, might. We'll never know. Um, you would. Damn. Eli, what are you up to? Oh, you're muted, bud. Yeah, my dog was whining, sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, I am also doing nothing. But if you like professional wrestling, every once in a while, I'll tweet about it. That's true, he will. Yeah, I will. Okay, uh, for folks listening, what what is your t- Twitter? I would say maybe you shouldn't follow me because I tweet about professional wrestling sometimes. <laughs> but it's at Ignatius Wang. Okay, cool. Uh, Pooja. Hi, I am at Ellie Daisy Girl on Twitter and Forgotten Saves everywhere else. And you can find me here every Sunday, uh, alternating Sundays to this. We, I am in the Glittering Night, our vampire 5e campaign. Stu is running. Uh, and we are having a lot of fun. And I have a witch now. Oh, I'm that's really fun. I'm excited about it. <laughs> Uh, I've, I've, uh, I don't know if this is a funny story or not, or if it's just sad about how uh, how bad my eyes are. But I followed you online for a long time, 
at much too long a time to still think your handle was LA Design Girl. Uh, a lot of people think that, and I get it. But but I mean, I, I want to put an N after that G. I was correctly following the right person, and thought that's what it said. So, <laughs> not the case. Funny. That's not it. <laughs> uh, Claire. Uh, I'm Claire. I am at CB Dubs on Twitter, Insta, TikTok now. For oh, all fun. That. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, I have neglected to mention that I'm in a band with Kimmy. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> called the Mary Sues. Um, we have exactly one video that's out, and it's hilarious. It's Baby Yoda. It's the Baby Yoda Carol. Uh, what's um, the Mary Sues Twitter? Uh, at uh, at Mary Sue's Band everywhere. Mm. Mary Sue's Band dot com. Mary Sue's Band on Facebook at Mary Sue's Band. Um, and then also you can follow my Chevron shenanigans at Mary Wives everywhere. So. Yeah, it's a very good video. Everyone should go watch it. Um, it's so good. The song is very clever. Uh, so um, that's that's our group. Oh, I'm Jason. Hi. <laughs> you can follow me <laughs> at, at It's Probably Okay. That's also my personal Twitch channel. It's Probably Okay. Um, I am here every other Sunday uh, running this uh, fantasy game. And um, I am here every other, every other Monday, the opposite week from this, uh, playing in Kadave's uh, Things from the Flood game. I always get okay. that and Tales from the Loop, I just conflate all of the words. Like, yeah, you do that too. I constantly call it Tales from the Flood. Yeah, I blame Tales that and LA Design Girl on my dyslexia. So that sure. just cover that. <laughs> Jason, didn't you make a game too? Uh, I did. I, I made a game called uh, Demigods. You can find it at demigodspbta.com. There's a fully playable quick start guide there and um, should have some. Uh, uh, big news out on Monday for uh, the state of the manuscript, which does, I think does it count Tomorrow? as having made a game if I don't have the Kickstarter res- rewards in my hand? Uh huh. It does. <laughs> I don't um, think it does. So um, he's going to be sending you a really strongly worded letter. <laughs> yep, that is. Oh, trust me, I've gotten some of those already. Thanks. Um, the um, uh, so that's available out there. Uh, I'm also. Fridays, I'm doing a uh, No Man's Sky video game stream with my friend Sam DeLev, and that is called Friday Fly Day uh, on my channel. And Monday morning is Return to the Spider-Verse. We're doing a Masks actual play. Saturday Saturday morning. Saturday morning? What did I say? Monday. Monday morning. What? (laughs) It's it's, Saturday is like the Monday of the weekend. Yeah, so it makes sense. Morning cartoons. Wait, what? Um... So, I got it. It's um, fine. <laughs> we have a masks actual play set in the into the Spider Verse world post the movie, um, and it's it's, that's a lot, a lot of fun. We've got a few episodes of that in too, so feel free to go check. It's that so out. good. Uh, thank you. And um, I think that's it. Oh, I have a thing to close us out properly. Um, the. Um, The things you need to know um, that uh, if you want to catch up on past episodes of this, uh, you can go to happyjacks.org slash city of towers or happyjacks.org slash shows for everything, everything that we do. Um, We have a bunch of APs on the Happy Jacks Network 
and uh, that is uh, what you can go check out. Rob, did you want to say something? No, he's pointing no, at the light. I'm pointing to our social channels. Okay, cool. Yeah, Floating all of that. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Happy Jacks RPG. We've got a forum. You can go chat about this show uh, or other shows, I guess, if you want. Uh, you could go go chat about no that. No other shows exist, and, except, except um, Uh And I will uh, I'll, I'll close this out, too. If you're watching the video, I'm going to throw the calendar up in a second. If you're not, you could go check out happyjacks.org slash schedule, and that has a um, live updated Google Calendar. So um, everything's up to date. Uh, so thanks again, everybody, for joining us, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye. 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 Later. Have a good one. If I told you the things I've seen on my ways, if I told you the things I've done in my days, You wouldn't believe me anyway So it's best I just don't say I've lived a thousand lives I piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died Just for a single road